At last, the work of generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith. down the record here yeah um we always count down uh from no we count up to three that's right i really have no idea if it... okay so let's record on three one two okay yeah count up to three <laughs> uh, and then i as i was getting ready to count down you dropped a bombshell on me uh, so, yeah that doubled me over and I, <laughs> I was off screen for what felt like an, an eternity to you, you were over there for a while do you want to share with the class what um, happened? As long as your wife doesn't listen, that's okay. Well, you're in no danger of that <laughs> happening. So you're in luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Brent, my uh, I was sitting here mm-hmm. listening to your sweet, sweet tones, mm-hmm. and uh, I realized, man, something's funky, <laughs> and uh, my feet stink, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that funkiness uh, was me. <laughs> That funkiness was me the whole time. So you had mentioned that you had shoes on or something like that, and you're, yep. you're classically not a shoe wearer. That's why. So in uh, in the words <laughs> of the very first American president, mm, what up with that? Um, well, it was uh, work shoes, you know. Work shoes? Are you, oh, because you were in the hospital? Is that is that what's going on? Yeah, they're filled mm-hmm. with blood. Uh, yep. And pus, and uh, yep. they stink sometimes. I mean, I go through the car wash every day, obviously walking through. <laughs> right. But uh, um, <laughs> you saw that one jackass movie where they were laying on the hood of the car. <laughs> and I thought, dude, that's a good idea. I didn't realize yeah. it was. Uh, it's not supposed. Some you know, you're not supposed to emulate that movie or those people. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. I did it anyway. Um, you yeah, always close your eyes at the beginning of every jackass viewing. So you've never actually seen, whether it's the TV show or the movie, you've never seen the warning at the beginning. Warning? Of, okay, yeah. No, oh, okay. As far as I'm concerned, it says you should follow along. Mm-hmm. It's like a yep. kind of like a sing-along, a jackass-along. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, like if we ran a, run a shopping cart into a tree with a person in it, you should run a shopping cart with a person <laughs> you know, into a tree. So I feel like that's really, um, it's like an audience participation type mm-hmm. of event and I that's what I like about it it's one of those things where you're like you in your mind even though it's not happening on screen you in your mind are envisioning them after the stunt pointing directly at you and saying now Steven it's your turn yeah. and that's yeah that's why I jump on it I, I feel like I am a part of the mm-hmm. jackass team yeah which is nice so mm-hmm. yeah. um, and really remember that that's all remember we, that time we a uh a snake bit Steve-O's dick? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, okay. You haven't seen that one yet. Okay. I well, I haven't. I didn't follow oh. along either. 
Uh, <laughs> we'll have to remedy that the next time we're together. I think we will. Um, I did yeah. hear this is fun that you, we just kind of randomly got on this topic because I did hear that there's a new movie coming out for them. They had just announced um, mm-hmm. like a year or two, something like that. Which is, is right? good because there were a lot of unanswered questions from the third movie. <laughs> um, it, it had almost an Infinity War type cliffhanger. <sighs> And then you're like, wait, what is going to happen? And then they didn't announce, you know, a fourth one. Mm-hmm. They're jackass endgame, if you will. Yep. Um, so it's it's honestly about time. Mm-hmm. I think we're all ready for it. Yeah, I think uh, it's really what's going to rally the whole country together. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, you know, speaking of rallying the country together, audience, you may notice a uh, different sound quality oh, here today. Hopefully. And uh, that's because Stephen came... No, wait. Santa came early for Steven. Yeah, that's the, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> Santa yeah. came early mm-hmm. for Steven. All that's, over that's his throat. Like... <laughs> and that's why it sounds so much better. That's just eggnog. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Brent has this wonderful microphone he has for a while, and I had the uh, original little guy we both started out with that was uh, a champion you know it's really it really was nice for what it mm-hmm. was but um i finally got to upgrade mine santa upgraded me to the mm-hmm. blue yeti microphone yeti blue mm-hmm. i don't know what it's called yeah i saw brit had a big black thing in front of his face and i said i want a big black thing in front of my face mm-hmm. basically and then we left the club and then we <laughs> came back and recorded on a podcast <laughs> a couple of years ago <laughs> but um, yeah, so the sound quality is gonna gonna be a little bit different. Yep. Um, and uh, look, we're hammering out the details on this. Okay, yeah, so this could be rough. This episode know. sounds weird. We're sorry. You know, we can't help it. We're normally we record on Sunday mornings. Here we are Monday night. Oh, man. We release new episodes on Tuesday. Is it gonna come out on Tuesday? Is it gonna come out on very the very Christmas day? I don't know, my dear boy. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, so enjoy your th- uh, Thursday episode of LTAS. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the fuck this comes out. Boxing Day. We're, we're big Boxing Day fans. Um, oh, yeah. That's our favorite. That's true, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that we really wanted to celebrate that, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a yeah. shout out to all the people that love Boxing Day, really. Yeah. Everybody's been been like pushing out their, you know, Rise of Skywalker reviews way early. And we were like, let's hang back a little bit. Yeah. Make sure that everybody else gets out of the way, and then we can swoop in and be like, these are the real thoughts. Why rush greatness? Yeah, basically. Or why try to be even decent? <laughs> this microphone is a step in the right direction for being decent, but uh-huh. our, our the quality of our actual content of our show is not changing. We want to make that very clear to people. Absolutely not. Just the sound quality is changing. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. The rest of it actually might get worse. Now that I have this microphone, I feel like I can step it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens in this episode. Again, it's a trial run. You've said in the past when, you know, in person, when we've been talking about the podcast and, you know, upcoming things and whatnot, all off air conversations, mm-hmm. but you've said in the past, I just, I just really want to get to a point where I don't pay attention to the show as we're recording it anymore. And I, you think, I think we're almost there. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, there we go. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Could you just go back real quick? Just repeat everything I, no, you just I, said. There's no time. There's no time. Let's Look, just push forward. We're, yeah. Just it's probably like five. a poop. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Brent, um, yeah. as you said, it is a Monday night, and uh, I've had a hell of a day, I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you work at the uh, Duck Church, 
still, mm-hmm. uh, yep. um, as everybody knows. And of I course. definitely remembered uh, just mm-hmm. now. And uh, I work at a um, similar establishment. Um, mm-hmm. It's not ducks, though. It's, uh, to be honest, it's geese. Um, and as we all know, oh, geese God. are dicks. Good and work. let's just it's say I, I had a hell of a day. Yeah. I had a lot of geese chasing my booty mm-hmm. around, trying to make mm-hmm. me work. They said, stop napping. Yeah. You know, actually mm-hmm. touch your fingers to the keyboard and do things mm-hmm. at your computer. And uh, anyway, it's been, it's the day before, uh, I said Thanksgiving, because that's how out of it I am. <laughs> it's the day before, the day before Christmas. And I mm-hmm. just went to the grocery store where, guess what? All of Houston was. Um, so that was cool. And uh, I'm ready for this podcast because I need something good in my life. Which, uh, oh, you've come to the wrong neighborhood, my friend. Oh, fuck. Man, I this was really not what quality rests. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm not exactly in the Christmas mood, and okay. uh, interesting. This year has been kind of a, a, a Grinch year for me, to be honest. And okay. so, Britt, you're yeah. rubbing off me a little bit. I just wanted to bring yes. that up before we get into the show. A little Christmas mm-hmm. talk because it's almost Christmas, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not even feeling it. So fuck it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Why pretend? You know. Why pretend? See, exactly. the delightful thing about ducks is they go. Quack, quack. Mm-hmm. The horrifying thing about geese is they go, honk, honk. You, you've been in my work. Yep. Yeah. You know exactly it's, what I have to deal with all day long. Yeah, it's insane. They're chasing you around with butterfly knives, mm-hmm. asking you, yep. uh, Stephen, how come your feet aren't stinky enough? Honk, honk. <laughs> you know, it's annoying. <laughs> your body, your business, you know? I Yeah. Um, I, I don't like stinky feet. And like you said, I don't like to wear shoes, and it's not mm-hmm. like this is the reason why, but I do feel mm-hmm. that um, I uh, lately my shoes have been making my feet stinky, and I need to get new shoes, mm-hmm. obviously, but yeah. um, it makes me self-conscious, you know, around the geese at work, so... Yeah. Well, if I can make a suggestion, sure. um, you, to, wear, to work, you uh, buy old nurse's shoes and then you instead of tying up the the laces i've seen you actually take duct tape and tape them up Mm. um i think that might be part of the problem is Hmm. you're not allowing the the air to escape your uh your shoes so you might Hmm. stop doing that no Um, okay just because i don't wear mm -hmm. shoes a lot so help me out so Mm -hmm. i usually yes i buy used nurse's shoes Mm -hmm. that um I try to get the right size, but you yeah. know it's a it's a crapshoot. Uh, I I get uh, bags from the grocery store, plastic bags. Right. I step into them. Um, mm-hmm. I pour pickle juice for the you know fluidity mm-hmm. uh, of my step. And I've seen you pour mm-hmm. pour vinegar on just the left one. I don't know what that's about, but like either way, it's not good. That's I mean, I was just pointing my left foot. I don't even know if you knew that, but uh, yes, that is true. I do. Yeah. I do put it on one and then I tie mm-hmm. them. Yeah. I tie the bags to keep. I, I thought you're supposed to lock the moisture in uh, for reasons um, yeah. or maybe to, to keep the elements out. I'm not sure. I just that's what I thought. You know, I, I'm a flip flop guy, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying that's probably why it's stinky. That, that could be part of it. <sighs> yeah. Forks. Yeah. 
Also, uh, the the fact that you are taking a full book of matches, lighting them, and mm-hmm. then holding them under each of your feet immediately before you put your foot in all of that shenanigans. Yeah. That could, that's probably not good. I thought it was to, that helps it, like, uh, fit better. No. No. <laughs> we don't, we don't do that. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Now, now tell me this. Do you think they would let me wear flip-flops to work? Because well, that would solve you, all problems, I feel. Uh, you know what? Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. I say you just do it, Nike. <gasps> they, they actually said, they sent an email today that tomorrow was uh, pajama pants day for, for work. Oh, shit. Uh, appropriate undergarments required. That was in the email. Fuck, uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So no more thongs for me. <laughs> so, uh, so no well tell for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing you just like constantly in front of people, just like uh, throwing something on the floor and bending down hey. to pick it up and just having that well tell exposed. It's like, oh, this. Ooh, Ooh. The only whale tail I'll be showing is the flip flops on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's right. Those I guess it thongs. is kind of a whale tail. Yeah. yeah. In Australia, I think they call those thongs, which is weird to me. Yeah. Uh, is that what Cisco was singing about? He's just yeah. a, whoa, what if he's a foot freak? And then the yep. music video director was like, oh, okay, so this is about like underwear. And then Cisco was like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of, I feel, I feel kink shamed right now. Okay. <laughs> it's but like, I'm going to make this money. I think we've talked about that before. Like the, the making the video of that is like uh, ingrained in my brain. And I, mm-hmm. I just, I can see all the asses and stuff that were lined up. And I just imagine him being like, oh man, it's supposed to be feet. Mm-hmm. Damn, but that's okay. Asses are cool too. Ass, asses mm-hmm. are cool too. But you know, if he has a thing, he has a thing. Like they had to adjust the line, uh, "Girl, make that booty go." From <laughs> "Girl, make that footy go." You know. <laughs> Clearly, that was the line. Yeah, and it was changed. Yeah, that makes total sense. You no, know, these recording corporations—they're like, uh, it yeah. needs to be consistent across the board. Mm. Uh, Fuck you right. guys. Yeah. Good lord. Now, we're about to get into it, but I have to pause and say something first to the audience and to you, Brent. Uh, Again, with this microphone, Brent had mentioned to Mm -hmm. me before that it can pick up the sound from your headphones sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing we're going to watch out for. But as I realize, I have like over-the-ear headphones. And Mm -hmm. as I realize, as I move and talk and move my jaw, they constantly are like like clicking. So hopefully it doesn't pick that up. Number two, uh, there are these kids across the street that have been going around, and it's actually quite funny. They've been going around and uh, playing Foursquare, but also singing carols to different houses. And they're pretty awesome because they don't know most of the words, but they just belt it out anyway. And I just mm-hmm. kind of admire the bravery of that. But that's what you heard before, if you recall. Before we recorded, you asked, oh, yeah. what is that screeching? And I just mm-hmm. heard them again a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, so hopefully they don't uh, sing carols during this, but it's Christmas, so it happens. What What is Foursquare? Foursquare? What is that? Yeah. You don't know what Foursquare is? I don't I don't think so. Oh, is that they're like, come to your door and they ask for your credit card, they run it through their phone? <laughs> yep. Is that what that is? Okay. <laughs> that was, uh, they play Foursquare in front of our house. It's a, a game, a uh, playground game, like, you know? Like Hopscotch? Uh, Foursquare. You really don't know what this is? I don't know if this is a I, bit. I, I don't know. I'm so excited know. if you don't, I don't know. know what oh, my is. God. Brent. This, is it? Steven? Yeah. Look look at me. I want you to tell me. I want you to be honest. Is this some white people shit? Probably. Now you mention it. <laughs> now that you mention it. Well, tell me this. And Inola, yeah. Yeah. did you have paved 
parts no. that you could play on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something that sound, sounded like a, uh, uh, a word that uh, sounds like uh, paved. Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer is immediately no. No, 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 um, no, no. It's all dirt. Yep. And then Horses. sometimes on a good day, grass. <laughs> when I was younger. Fair enough. Okay, so I grew up in a small town in uh, Oklahoma. Steven said the name of it. I won't. Um, and uh, I uh, I got rollerblades uh, one day or one yeah one year for my uh, my birthday. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. I was so pumped. I truly was. And then. I walked outside. Ooh, I was like, I, where, where am I supposed to use these fucking things? Like, there's no, there's nowhere, there's nowhere that's paved <laughs> that isn't just busted the fuck up. Like, even our paved roads in that small town oh were just like a fucking nightmare. Like, oh my God. It's, uh, it, it, they were, they were rough by vehicle standards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if I were to ride on, on uh, the pavement with these rollerblades, they would have just immediately shattered to pieces. <laughs> they were so fucked up. I just imagine you like <clears throat> sitting on a like on your porch, uh, just like wearing your rollerblades, but like nowhere to go, mm-hmm. just like kicking them, being like dreaming, just being like someday I'm gonna have a paved road, <laughs> just a just a whole street to myself. I could just rollerblade, yeah. but for now, it's just fucking dirt. The extent of my roll- rollerblading was in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Of my house, mm-hmm. um, my house is a, a generous term. It was a uh, trailer, of course. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was a poor brown boy, and I we had laminate in the kitchen and like a small hallway that led to the back door, and I would just rollerblade in that little area, mm-hmm. and uh, I was able to do that until my parents came home, and then there was no more of that. So <laughs> I had a solid mm, twenty minutes of doing that after school. It was fucking sweet. It was incredible. <laughs> So Everything that was fun. Of. Yeah. Um, well, I have a similar experience that I don't think I've ever talked about because the neighborhood that I mostly grew up in from the mm-hmm. time I was like in third grade to like high school, um, we had driveways that were paved, but like halfway it turned into gravel. And then it oh, met yeah. the street that was like basically like gravel that had been it was it was like solid, but it was like gravel that had just been there since the 50s. So it formed into a road by itself, sort of, is the best I can <laughs> okay, describe yeah. it. And yeah. I, I tried to skateboard and rollerblade on that before. And I, I just, I would just work through it. And I would just like, and because I had a friend down the, down the street who also was into skateboarding and stuff at the time. And we would do that to each other's houses and it was awful. And then basically he had a part of a driveway that was paved and his porch. And we would try to do kickflips in his driveway and we would dare each other to jump off his two-foot porch onto the driveway with a skateboard which was terrifying and i never did it um, yeah and that was the extent because there was nowhere to go so we just did like that was it it was like a small porch and then a you know half a driveway well since we're talking about this now <laughs> look audience i know you hear about star wars the rise of skywalker but i'm excited about this please give us a minute to, yeah. to work through this yeah so Again, when I was younger, uh, I was a little bit older. I had a bicycle, uh, and I was in the small town, and I rode into the center of our town, and our town was very small, um, only a, a few miles uh, wide, long. I yeah. don't know. Uh, Across? Circumference? Whatever. Yeah. So we words. rode into town, me and a group of my friends. We all met in town, and we had our bikes, and we rode up behind our post office, and it, the post office had this like big like 
platform, kind of like um, if you've ever seen a, a semi bed mm-hmm. like pull up to a building, mm-hmm. the back of the building, so they could immediately just yep. offload off of that directly onto the uh, whatever the, the business is or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lifted platform or whatever. So a couple of us, we were <laughs> rode up on that platform and we're like, you know what? We've if you go <laughs> if you go fast enough, you can ride off this, land on your tires and just keep going. <laughs> so we were like, well, who's going to do this? Yep. And two of our friends, they were like really big into to biking. Like they had, uh, I guess, professional bikes is, mm. is the best way to refer to them as. Like um, they had shoes that would like clip in to the pedals oh, or yeah. whatever. And they were like, no, I'm not going to do that. If it fucks up my bike, it's like I'm out a ton of money. My parents are going to be pissed. Yeah. So then the rest of us who had just like normal uh pieces of shit bikes yeah. we're like okay well who's gonna do this for whatever reason i was like i bet i could do this i bet i can pull this off Stephen, and this is one of the many reasons why i have shattered confidence now as an adult because as i as i rode oh, up man. to the the edge and, and peered over i looked at it i was like yeah i can do this it's gonna be incredible people are gonna be talking about this for decades so I right at the back of the platform, closest to the building, and the goal is to pick up speed as I'm riding away from the building toward the edge of this platform, hit the the flat ground, and it's kind of like a little gravel patch over there, that super fine gravel, you know, mm-hmm. that's almost powdery. Hit that, and then, you know, turn around, look at my friends, fists up in the air, waiting for the parade <laughs> to come in. Fists in the air See, like when, that. Steven, as I <laughs> rode toward the platform, uh, I didn't have as much distance between the back of the building and the platform edge itself uh-huh. as I thought. And uh, I could feel my body just tensing up and like, oh, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> so I was nowhere near the speed that I needed to. <laughs> and as soon as the front tire left the platform, I immediately doubled over. <laughs> I ate shit. Like you would not believe. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I, I pick myself up off the ground. I had like oh, gravel man. embedded in my forehead. Holy shit! Oh yeah, because we didn't have helmets or anything. Of like, course. Again, the, I I could barely afford this bike, let yep. alone safety gear. Yeah. No, no. 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 That Fuck is, that. Uh, as everybody knows, and I've known for years about you. You are a daredevil. You're mm-hmm. an extreme sports fanatic. I'm a blind lawyer yeah. as well. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm, it's so funny to me to picture you just like, yeah, I fucking got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Pretty, quite fantastic, sir. It's, it's so weird to think about like how different we are as mm. youngsters, you know, you try compared to how out, we are now. Yeah. yeah, because I was so different back then. Yep. Like I would, uh, what do you call it, do things yeah. and uh, talk to people. Oh. But now I won't do any of those things. That's disgusting. You know, when you're younger, you talk to people and you're like, these people aren't so bad. And then you get older and you're like, nope, everybody fucking sucks. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. with that note, I think, mm-hmm. uh, the fantasticness of Brent falling to his doom as a child mm-hmm. and yep. setting himself up for an adulthood of loveliness, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're doing it. So I'm Steven. I'm Brent Bahumbug. 
Welcome to Let's Talk About oh, Stuff. Man. Stephen, what are we talking about today? Uh, let me just read it from the script here real quick. Uh, sure, if you see, would, I please. I haven't seen this yet. Um, Star uh-huh. Wars, Dat Rise of Dim Skywalkers, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, you put 20. Yeah. T-W-I-N-N-Y. 20. Yeah. Am I saying oh, that yeah. right? Uh, are, are you? I don't know. I tried to write it phonetically. Oh, it's really good. Phonetically. Cool. Um, but yeah, we are, uh, unfortunately days away from when I saw it. I, I saw it on, uh, last Thursday when it came out, opening night, 7.30 p.m. Brent, when did you see this movie? Wait, what time did you see it? 7.30. 7.30. Oh. You beat close? me by a wee hour. Ooh, we saw it at, uh, 8.25 on mm-hmm. Thursday night. Nice. And uh also also good <laughs> going, Brent. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Uh I uh I was going to say mm. Austin Wilson who was on our mm. last episode, mm-hmm. 124, and uh was laying down some fat Star Wars knowledge uh with us. Word. He and David Hopkins who both co-host Hideous Energy, a new episode out. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, seen it Thursday night as well. Okay. So um, I, I was. Uh, it seems like a lot of people I know mm. saw it on preview night. Yep, yep. Uh, which is uh, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I was texting my friend Ross, who had uh, co-hosted the la- or no the Return of the Jedi episode with mm-hmm. us. Uh, I told him I saw rise of skywalker and he's like oh is it good i'm like dude it's uh saturday what are you are you going to see this he's like i don't know i'll see if i can saturday but it yeah what are you so doing i don't know life? if he saw it or not uh, i don't know get out there probably something good Pl- probably playing foursquare you know <laughs> we never even talked about what foursquare yeah really i don't is. know what it is that's all right <laughs> i'll tell you off air yeah. um it's very exciting uh i love foursquare but um mm-hmm. uh yeah and our uh our, our good good pod friend as well something like that mm-hmm. uh will fish Yes. Um, had tweeted that someone had, uh, he thinks someone spoiled uh, a big thing for him. And oh, he no. tweeted it like yesterday. And I was like, get going, man. You got to see this shit. It's horrible <laughs> that someone spoiled it for him. But yes. I was like, yeah. I, that's why I, I had to go see it right away. I couldn't, I couldn't take a chance anymore. You know, you can't, you can't do it. Yep. You can't do it. Uh, this is the second major Disney franchise that has come to an end question mark mm. like look there's going to be more avengers movies eventually sure. right but for now that's what you know yeah. end game was it right and then uh this is potentially the end of the skywalker saga mm-hmm. that's what they've been saying yep i think Will they're gonna be, stick though? to that i hope so mm-hmm. listen <laughs> i don't know <laughs> in 20 years of course they'll have something um I, uh, we have lots of thoughts about this, I'm sure, and um, I uh, don't know where I'm going with that. So mm-hmm. um, I did want to say one mini-topic thing that I had to put on here a while ago before we okay. get into a full, full talk about Star Wars. But uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to give a shout-out to our, uh, our good friend, Kevin Smith. What um, up, Kev? Yeah. Kev Dog. Dap it up. listener. <laughs> there we go. He was uh, our clerks, his... his First film was inducted into li- the Library of Congress's National Film Registry, which I thought was yes. just fucking amazing. Uh, and I'm very proud of that dude that that happened. That's for him, cool. So. I don't know what that means, but that sounds exciting. It's like uh, it means that it is forever entombed in the uh, the art 
film registry uh, of the government. So mm-hmm. uh, basically, he was conscripted conscripted into the government, and I believe once one of your movies does that and you uh, are about to die, they do freeze your brain for later. So it's kind of oh. a whole thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I haven't looked I'm not going to look any further into it. Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, going to. Yeah. But I'm I heard it on sure. this podcast once. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That makes sense. Um, yeah, that's, that's exciting, though. That's yeah. uh, that's cool. Um, I, I feel like, again, not knowing exactly what that means, it feels mm. like it's uh, some type of prestige. It you is. Know? It is. So do you think the movie The Prestige is in, uh, no. in, in the Library of Congress? But Clerks is. See? Fuck oh. The Prestige. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, a good movie. What's like his name? Uh, Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Who is he? Never heard of him. More like Christopher No Man. <laughs> right? Yeah. We're all happy Your with that. Your face looked like a valley girl. I loved it. Like, yeah. no, man. Uh, we're going to go to the movies. Okay. <laughs> if Keith is there, oh my God. Rest of the podcast. Yeah. Got it. Oh, the character. Oh, I didn't do vocal warm-ups for that. <laughs> Holy shit. It's a it's just a big thing. Uh basically yeah. it means his film Clerks had artistic value that the country wanted to rec- like the Library of Congress wanted to recognize mm-hmm. and keep for eternity basically. They want to have like mm-hmm. a copy of it so that it will never fade into obscurity. Yeah. And that's just fucking cool. So yeah, just a little bit of prestige and uh never expected any of his films like Yoga Hosers is certainly not going in there. <laughs> but Clerks has hey. very cultural relevance, you know. You don't know. You don't know that. You've. You know what? Have you seen Yoga Hosers? No. Then no. shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was like super adamant about Yoga Hosers being an incredible film? <laughs> what if that was just? Part, I would part of genuinely my whole being. be scared. I would be like, something is wrong with Brent. I mean, if you like it, that's fine. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it can be like a a great film. You know. You didn't know that. You're like, Stephen, I just told you, fucking stop talking about it. You haven't seen it? <laughs> I apologize. I haven't seen it. I shouldn't be able to say anything about it. But uh, mm-hmm. I just don't think it's probably the high-level art that Clerks is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, really I think what it is is it's black and white, and they were confused. Yeah. They were like, this is probably old and, and important. Where was that? Where, what is this snowballing they're talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Just go with it. Okay. It's in. I mean, yes. The Library of Congress was like, yes, that needs to be in there. Also, uh, sucking 37 dicks uh, in a <laughs> row uh, needs to be in the Library of Congress. That's pretty amazing, too. I saw this movie. He said he ate 37 <laughs> ducks. It was incredible. <laughs> it was one hell of a Christmas. I'll tell you that. <laughs> one of my uh, favorite uh, little parts of Clerks is when the guy is like... It's been such a long time since I've mm-hmm. seen it, but uh, where he's like counting the eggs or something like that. Yes. And he gets to the one and just like smashes it against the <laughs> the, the clear glass door. It's the life of a clerk, man. It's it's such a specific moment, but and I haven't seen that exact act mm-hmm. in real life, but working in customer service for as long as I have, I uh, I get the you sentiment that yeah. he's, he's getting, getting across there. Mm. Makes sense. I yeah. like... Uh, his mom in there checking on the checking the milk, every single milk to see which uh, which date is the latest. I think is what her goal is. It's like at the very end. I think that she's uh, like on the floor, and they do it in Clerks too as well. That she's back there. I was like that, that she was in there. 
Oh, I didn't realize that was Kevin Smith's actual mother. Yeah, it is indeed. Wow. And then she's, Ooh. yeah, back in Clerks 2. And she's checking the fucking milk again. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's fun, yeah. The Damn. Little, little quirks like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so, do you mm-hmm. want to just jump into the uh, Rise of Skywalker talk? I suppose so. Mr. I suppose Brent. so. Look, we said we're going to keep this quick. Here we are. Nary but 30 minutes into this bad yep. boy. Yep. Right? Yep. Let's just delay it a little bit longer. Okay. So four square. Yeah. Basically. Steven, there's no time. Let's just talk about the movie. <laughs> Here we go. So this this is the, the thing mm. about this movie. Um, I've looked online. Believe it or not, the internet is polarized. No way. About the Star Wars film? No fucking way. Insane. Insane. Um, you and I have literally not spoken about this movie mm-hmm. not even a little bit i'm not very even proud of that fact I, by the way i i almost texted you about it mm-hmm. saying i'm like beforehand mm. almost texted you saying i'm going to see rise of skywalker but i couldn't remember what time you were going Same. to start the movie mm-hmm. so it wouldn't have mattered yep um if you were already watching it yep. and then you know i didn't want to generate a, res- a response of any sort mm-hmm. so i literally have no idea what you've thought about the movie yep um the internet is literally all over the place with it um, I've seen cluster. listicle after listicle. Hmm. Here are the 10 best things from this movie. Here are the 10 worst things from this movie. Here's 20 reasons why this movie is the worst Star Wars movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Here's 20 reasons why it's the best. So, before we reveal our opinions, did you have a good theater experience? I'll go first. Hmm. So, <laughs> it was mostly uneventful. Uh, though there was one guy. Oh, there's always who one thought, guy. He thought he was going to be the one. Mm-hmm. He thought he was going to be the one. So you know, like, first of all, there were no joke, thirty-five minutes worth of fucking trailers. Like yes. We, we were supposed to start the movie at 8.25. That's what the, the ticket said. Mm-hmm. Didn't start till 9 o'clock. That's so up. there were so many trailers. Some of them were pretty good, though. Some of them I had seen. I just hadn't seen them on the big screen, mm-hmm. so whatever. Um, but once it finally gets to the movie starting and everything, and then you see the blue text on the white background a long time ago in a galaxy mm-hmm. far, far away, just before, just before <laughs> it was getting ready to change, I heard some guy... A couple rows behind me start to do a Jar Jar voice and he was getting ready to say something. But guess what? John Williams straight slapped him down. Ooh. Yeah. The audio kicked in. Nice. Shut that guy up. He didn't say anything else. I Truly incredible. I don't remember the actor's name, but what if it was the dude who played Jar Jar? He was just trying oh. to like <laughs> give everybody <Yeah>. a treat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the big treat of hearing Jar Jar's voice. Sure. In the theater Everyone with loves you. it. Yeah. Um, well, before I, I get into my theater experience and then the movie itself, mm-hmm. I have a plethora of drinks near me. And uh, we're going to start it off with a little bit of uh, this, Brent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a, a Stephen Fisher favorite. It's one of those days. Um, and we're going to make this podcast real loose. Yeah. So I want to give this, well, hopefully, this will be a good sound. 
<laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like a, a grandpa's tummy. <laughs> the cork coming out at first. I like the pop, though, at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to drink a little so, uh, bullet rye, as I'm wont to do. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot of glugs there. Whoa. Spilled a little bit. It's my bad. Um, mm-hmm. It was really, it's not even a full shot, uh, but it's basically a shot. I. Uh, hmm. Steven re- refuses to show me his glass on screen. Okay. <laughs> I bring the bottle back. It's just like half empty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sipping on like a full, tall, like water glass of whiskey. It's a 64 ounce <laughs> convenience store <laughs> yeah. refillable mug. What's that? Oh. A Coke Chaser. Oh, shit. I don't like to mix, folks. I like to do a shot. And here's what we're going to do. A one and a two and a one, two, three. Butt chug. Butt chug. Mm. Here we mm. go. His feet are up in the air. He's dilated. Eight centimeters. 23 centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would okay. imagine it would sound like. Yeah. That went down smooth. Um, yeah, to have my uh, my little Coca Cola here, wake me yep. up before I go. Before you go, go. <laughs> yes. yep. we're there. We're a lot of people we say we're there. the wham of podcasting. Is that a good thing? I like that song. So yeah, good. I that surprises yeah. me. You can be George Michael. I'll let you have that. I'm okay with that. I'm. I feel like I'm consistently the other guy. <laughs> so <laughs> who's who, who the other guy? Yeah. All right. There you go. So. Anyway, um, so are, are you drinking for any particular reason? I just, that's all I'm going to do. Just that one okay. shot. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, like I said, I had a, a kind of a rough day. Went to the grocery store and I went a little bit later than I usually do after work. I was like, oh, it won't be that bad. But of course, it's the day before Christmas Eve. It was fucking packed. And I, the grocery, the grocery store has a liquor store around the corner. I almost went there first just so I could take <laughs> a quick swig before yeah. going in. But I decided I didn't need that. I could just go yeah. for it. And I did. And I was an adult and I did my grocery shopping and then I got my whiskey. And yeah. uh, so I just needed a little, take a little edge off. You know what I mean? Okay. I do. Yeah. Uh, because before we started recording, I took a bit of a shot myself. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, I, and this is something that I introduced you guys to mm. when we were down there. I took a shot of something called Screwball, you which did. is a peanut, peanut butter flavored whiskey. I'm telling you, it's my my go-to sipping whiskey yeah. now. So, That's so yeah, yeah, I like that you like that so much. Uh, I really, yeah. I actually dug it way more than I expected to. Uh, I really it's, thought it'd be cloyingly sweet, but it's yeah, uh, it's not. It tastes just like peanut butter if you could drink it in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. So it's good. Um, yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I'm glad uh, uh, that we both have had our shots. Um, so mm-hmm. that we can <laughs> we're both inoculated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but theater experience so here's the thing uh i had a a fine theater experience um there was one person that i'll I'll mention briefly but during the theater i actually was Was feeling really good george lucas he was there oh god with the ghost with the force ghost of george michael it was very strange oh my god (laughs) sitting in his lap i don't know um (laughs) stroking his beard the two georges back at it again that's right um so there was there was a lady. Uh, it was like me. I, I I got my tickets, you know, early, and I chose. I had forgotten until we got there, but I chose the seats on the very end 
of the row instead of the middle like I usually prefer oh, okay. because I figured I'm going to sit right by the aisle so that I have I have Amanda as a buffer, my wife as a buffer, and then no one else on my side, right? right. Yeah. Which worked out pretty well. So it was like me, Amanda, this dude, and then this woman. And the woman kept like clearing her throat throughout the entirety of the movie and it was really mm-hmm. loud and like very distinct and uh amanda was getting very upset about it it was very funny she kept looking at me and stuff but i was actually having a good time with the movie and mm-hmm. that was all good and uh but so that was that was fine it was kind of annoying it definitely got to me a little bit it got to amanda a lot but uh one of the things i thought about during that was you know the new year coming up you always everybody's always trying to do some uh what are they called resolutions for New Year's, mm-hmm. and, and I thought one of the things I want to do is um, I thought, what if that were my mom, or what if that were my mother-in-law that were, mm-hmm. you know, she was sick, and she had a cough, but, like, I was, like, I had been sick last week uh, mm-hmm. leading up to that movie. I was hoping I wouldn't be too sick. I, I had a cough, and I was sneezing and stuff, like, the days before that, but I had my tickets. It's Rise of Skywalker. Of course I'm going to go. I'm not, not going to go, so I was, like, I could have right. been that annoying person, so I'm trying to, like, mm-hmm. be a little more aware that it's, like, they're obviously... And I've had a lot of like dickish experiences where people are just being assholes and not caring about other people there. But her thing was like really annoying. And Amanda thought it was like a nervous tick sort of thing. Like she did it in like really specific spots where it was like tensiony or like anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. It felt like it seemed like she was doing it on purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was like, you know, what if it were someone I know? And then I'd be like, that's that's, you know, my mother in law, like. That's fine, you know? So anyway, it wasn't too bad. And I'm trying to, like, be a little more cooler about that kind of stuff. Not let it bother yeah. me so much. Yeah. Other than that, pretty great experience at the movies, to be honest. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So it was, it was it was quite nice. Besides the, like, 45 minutes of trailers, like you said, uh, yeah. the only thing I, I'm very glad about is I wanted to go to the bathroom before the movie. And um, <laughs> I was very happy. That I had, that I knew whenever I saw the the like music and the beginning of Wonder Woman 1984, I was like, oh cool, I can skip this. Left right away. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> for what I'd already seen it. Also, I don't really care that much for it, so I was yeah. like, this is the perfect time. But I didn't even I don't remember the trailers anymore. It was, it was a few days ago, but uh, I remember like being very disappointed in the trailers, and they put commercials in between our trailers. No, like, they had like Coke commercials, like we just we watched like five trailers and then a Coke commercial and then like five trailers and like a Coke commercial and there were so many of them it was really what fucking stupid it really pissed me off, so that I was I'm with you that was very noticeable to me as well, yeah yeah that's okay hmm. yeah. Well, I guess we should hop into the movie itself then. Uh, let's warn the audience that beyond here there be spoilers mm, indeed. So if you haven't seen the movie yet run out and go see it or mm. pause it here mm. mail each of us three hundred dollars yep. and then Fuck you off. know d- uh, <laughs> no just save save the podcast at this point and then you know oh, listen okay. to it after you see the movie but i cannot stress this enough you would have to send each of us 300 <laughs> u.s dollars <laughs> before doing that so that's the stipulation yeah now legally speaking Mm. if you want to continue past this point right now you don't have to do that but yeah you know yeah we got to pay for the south cloud okay (laughs) basically we need money (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's breaking the bank no it's 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 community service we love doing this for people 
Yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, which is okay. why we're spending our Monday nights doing it. Fuck yeah, we're yeah, doing it. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, he's Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. I feel like Can after my that? shot, I'm really taking a downturn, but it really wasn't a lot, I swear. <laughs> um, I do feel very warm. Like mm-hmm, my ears too. and then the inside of my hands yeah. are just burning fire at this point. I don't wow. know why or how to make it stop. Syphilis. Um, it's very warm in here. <laughs> Should we take our shirts off? So, yeah. Anyway, spoilers ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So. So, um, as you said, we have not talked about this. Um, I also, I mentioned on my podcast, on the podcast a lot, uh, my brother Danny, who Mm -hmm. is a huge Star Wars fan, and we had a a little mini uh, interview with him for The Last Jedi, which I'm excited to go hear uh, again at at some point in in our episode about that, but um, I have not spoken to him at length either about this. I've I've had his general thoughts, and uh, I I was glad you'd mentioned uh, we didn't really talk about it or know how to, you know, say like, hey, I'm going to see it. We both kind of forgot when each other was seeing it, but uh, Danny had a, a very strict rule we did on Last Jedi and on this one where all I'm allowed to send him is the thumb up or thumbs down emoji, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's all. And that's all we talk about. So I sent that, okay. and I said, I can't say any more. May the force be with you. And he said, and also with you. And then uh, we briefly talked afterwards. So I'm excited to talk to him as well. But uh, mostly I've just gotten internet thoughts. So um, I'm very conflicted now and mm-hmm. don't know what I really feel about anything. And I really need to see this movie again for sure. So after... I left the theater. I was starved to know what people thought. Mm. But even more so, I wanted to sustain my experience with mm-hmm. it. So instead of coming home and hopping on Twitter or, or looking up YouTube videos about it or checking out any reviews, I just let it sit with me, mm-hmm. you know? As I went to sleep, drifted off to slumberland, oh, and nice. then when I woke up the next day... I, uh, I wasn't so fiercely hungry to mm. find out other people's opinions. Uh, I was still a little bit curious, but I was able to put it off like until that like afternoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up the Internet and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so are we are, are we ready to reveal our 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 feelings? Yeah. In this movie or do we? I guess, do we each in turn go or, or can we maybe uh, at the same time give like a number like out of 10? Hmm. I don't remember our scale anymore. I don't know how you want to play this out. We haven't talked about this Tell at you all. What. Tell you what, Stephen, mm-hmm. why don't you just, you you can go first. Okay. You just say whatever you want to say, <laughs> like liked it, loved it, hated it, you know, somewhere in between um, where, I will, where you're at with okay, it. Okay, cool. I will say yeah. I... I wish that so much that for one, like you and I had been able to see this together. That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that we could have recorded this immediately afterwards. But even if, you know, we hadn't, obviously we live in different States and stuff. I wish we would have been able to record this the second after it ended because mm-hmm. my God, Brent, I was riding fucking high. I fucking loved this movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Let me check Twitter. Oh, it's on fire. <laughs> People are angry. The most divisive act to ever grace humanity. Mm-hmm. I know. This movie. Young Jeremiah Jacob Abrams. <laughs> making another Star Wars movie. What's he thinking? 
out of his goddamn mind. I want to. I think you and I should, uh, from here on out, every time refer to him with different J names, <laughs> <laughs> like Jemima Johnson Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brent, um, yeah. I say that because I uh, the second I left the theater and during it, I had such a great mm-hmm. time. And then yeah. I, I did go online and that mm-hmm. night, okay. yeah, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. for a little while, I let it get to me. And then I was like, I need to shut off Twitter for the night. Um, yeah. And that was a good thing. And then I kind of let it rest and I liked it. And then since then, I've been on there and uh, it's been a fuck, crazy, crazy shit show. Uh, yeah. all over the internets about it. Um, mm-hmm. but my initial, my initial thing is I had uh, a huge fucking smile on my face the entirety of that movie and I left in such a good mood and then, uh, everything went to shit. So, um, mm-hmm. I understand, uh, lots of people feeling, uh, people's feelings about this and I'm mm-hmm. very excited to hear yours. Good or bad? Good well, or bad. I have been looking forward to this conversation. I've been worried about what way is going to go? Yeah, me are we, too. Go, are we going? Are we going to argue? Are we going to get into a fist fight? Is this the end of the show? Is this the end of the podcast? Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Uh. These are the questions we all want to know. Yep. And uh, well, I've got bad news. There will be no fighting because I too love this movie. I knew you would. I, 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 hey, mm-hmm. come on. Hey, hey, come on now. <laughs> you had it's a to. suspension of disbelief. Come on. I ha- you had to. No, I honestly did not know what you're going to think because mm-hmm. um, you were on the fence about La Last Jedi. Yep. Uh, not directed by uh, Jacoby Johnson uh, Abrams. Um, that was by Rianne, Brianna Johnson, or no, right, yes, yep. Brian, Rihanna, Rihanna Johnson. In, yeah. her, in her directorial debut. Yeah. Barbadian <laughs> super legend, Rihanna, directs the Star Wars. First, she conquers the charts. Then, she's in that fucking board game movie. What the fuck was it even called? Battleship? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Then steps right into Star Wars Episode Eight. Nobody mm-hmm. saw it coming. Look, she did a great job. Okay, she did. Yeah, for her first go, um, absolutely. But I, I didn't know how how it was going to go. Yeah, like me knowing you, I know that uh, you're you're a fan of uh, Jessica Jarbol's Abrams' <laughs> uh, work. This is really getting hard. It's good. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> we can just throw them in there, sprinkle them in. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I know you're also a, a big fan of this franchise and I, I was leaning toward you liking this movie mm-hmm. until I saw Twitter I and know. I was like, Oh no, who knows? This is not going the way I expected it to go. Yep. Credit Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, uh, it could have gone either way. I'm mm-hmm. glad you also loved it because I was just, I, I went in, I knew that there were some negative reviews out there mm-hmm. um i didn't read them yeah but i just saw you know what was out there or whatever yeah uh the rotten tomato score or whatever and um so i went in and as soon as the opening scene kicked off with kylo mm. walking around helmet off not necessarily a good thing but you know mm. you know it's adam driver you know yep 
and uh, he's there, got his uh, Raphael lightsaber swinging about, Fucking you know, mm-hmm. taking out trees, also people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. And from that moment, I too wore a smile upon my face. Oh, excellent. As if I were everyone's favorite Joker, Jared Leto. <laughs> Smiling ear to ear. That really got me, man. <laughs> I thought you were going Joaquin. Obviously, that one just came out and you went better. So, amazing. Oh, yeah. One, two, three, triple D. That's right. You know? Holy shit. Yeah. Coach Bombay. Man, I'm glad to hear you liked it, Brent. That yeah. really. Listen, here's the thing that's so weird about this to me. What. We're just going to, I mean, obviously we're into it, but like, we're, we're going to blow this wide open. Here's the thing. Force Awakens, Force Awakens comes out, you know, mm-hmm. directed by, I can't think of any, JJ. Um, <laughs> well, we'll bring it back later. Uh, directed by JJ. And everybody's like, you know, for the most part, everybody is like, I liked it. Some people are like, it's a rehash. It wasn't what I wanted. Other people are like, well, you know, it needs to be done. Like, like I, I've always said, like, you have to win people back from the, the prequels and all that stuff. Um, but for mm-hmm. the most pe- part, people liked it. Then The Last are Jedi you, came out. You, mm-hmm. Wait, you're, The Force Awakens, is that the one that's directed by... All I can think of names we've already said. That's what's so hard about it. I, I had two good ones. Oh, shit. But then my wind-up just <laughs> fucked it all up. Uh, uh, shit. Jar Jar Abrams? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was right there. It was right there the whole time. I know it. There Just we came go. to me. That's, that's his new name. That'll yeah, be his new name right. to save us from having to <laughs> yeah, do that each time. <laughs> the idea was better than the execution. It was uh, it's tough. I, I was going to say Jacques Joaquin Abrams. That is beautiful. It, that hurts my brain to even have to think about all of the alphabet being in those two names. But yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he did that, and then we get The Last Jedi, and man, you know, obviously, what a polarizing movie, and uh, my take on, on The Rise of Skywalker coming out is, is if you liked, if you, you know, really, like, people with The Last Jedi, it's like, you pretty much either love it or hate it, and obviously, there's people like me that are in the middle, and I don't really know what I think about it, but as I was describing to someone else, it's like, my initial reaction, like, as I rewatched it the other week, um, I just don't like it. It's just not a fun film to watch for me. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, there's a lot more going on. And like, I have to like, I have to read stuff and I have to watch videos online to like make it work and be like, mm-hmm. okay, that's what they're saying. And that's why this is cool. And like, then I kind of come around. I'm like, I like this. But my initial reaction is like the force awakens is a fucking fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. The last Jedi is boring to me. And I don't like that. They threw like JJ set up all these threads and the force awakens and they throw everything away. Um, and then, you know, people loved or hated that. And then it seems like if you loved the last Jedi, then you're, you fucking hate rise of Skywalker. And if you hated the last <laughs> Jedi, you probably love the rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yeah. And I think I it's interesting because it's basically like JJ set everything up in the force awakens. Ryan threw all that shit away and was like, no, let's do this thing. And then JJ was like, I'm going to throw all of Ryan's shit away and go back to what I was doing. And yeah, I liked that because I didn't like yeah. what Ryan did with it. So I like okay. what JJ did with it. Um, my mm-hmm. only real complaint about Rise of Skywalker, that this is one of the things Danny and I did get to talk about, is D- Danny's reaction to it. He loved it too, by the way. Uh, oh, okay, but good. as he said, this is all we talked about. He sent me one text and he said, I loved those movies. 
about the rise of Skywalker. He was like, you know, the two, two and a half movies that we just saw. And I was like, fair enough. Cause I, what I, what I preface it with, or I have like say it basically is that, um, JJ had to come in for his story. He came in and was like, I need to fit in all this stuff for this last film, but I have to set up a lot of stuff that probably would have been a middle film in a trilogy to yeah. make it all work. And so he had to put all of it. Basically he made a trilogy in two films with another movie in <laughs> yeah. between from another director yeah. that like they threw everything away. So uh, that. that's kind of where I fall on it from, from mm-hmm. my, what I gather. And uh, it's interesting though, because whenever last Jedi came out and I was like, this is shit. It seemed like most of the internet was also like, yeah, this is shit. Even though like critics liked it and there were like some big fans and stuff. Like for the most part, it seemed like, People were on the, def- the, you know, they were defending themselves that they liked it. And now mm-hmm. it seems like everybody is like shitting on the Rise of Skywalker. And I'm like, how did this flip flop? Like, yeah. it was the minority that liked the last film. Why is it the majority that hates this film? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And I've really had to read through the lines and kind of get through all this stuff online. But uh, mm-hmm. it's been so interesting. I, I feel like I get kind of at least. The people that liked The Last Jedi and all the shit they had to deal with online from people being like, why do you fucking like this movie? It's the exact stuff I'm dealing with, having to be like, I fucking love this movie, and everybody hates it online. It's a very weird feeling to have. So, really, a divided divided fandom. So, I didn't get a chance to say this on the last episode, because we were running along, and Mm -hmm. then, you know, had a guest on, I didn't want to eat up too much of his time. Uh, I have no regard for yours. But, um, my thought on The Last right last uh, last jedi yeah <laughs> got there god damn these movie titles are killing me i don't and i know it's a me problem i know it's a me problem i just can't fix it i'm working on it so uh for the last jedi so funny the first time i saw it um and i think we mentioned this in that that podcast that we recorded mm-hmm. for the last jedi when it first came out in theaters um i was kind of like so so on it mm-hmm. like i didn't it didn't quite click with me like the way the force awakens did mm-hmm. But upon rewatching it a couple of weeks ago, man, I I was really into it. Mm, And for me, I don't know that I can get you on board with this, but for me, Mm. I felt about The Last Jedi the way I felt about Age of Ultron, uh, the second Avengers movie, where Mm. I... Maybe I can, because I think (laughs) you're not a huge fan of Age of Ultron anyway, so... Oh, you're no, oh, okay. That's uh, yeah, because you and I both were like, we go back and forth on it, right? Is that what your thing was too? Like, I sometimes I I think it's like an okay movie, and sometimes I'm like, this is really fucking good. Sometimes and, I just want a fun adventure with my friends. Yeah, that's sometimes yeah. what I want. Exactly, and that's what I feel like both Ultron and The Last Jedi hmm. was in a way. Now well. there are some. I feel like there's more components to the story for The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um more like sweeping things it's more uh kind of like you were saying more like artistically done according yeah. to like things you can look up online or whatever um so it's not as uh, easy breezy beautiful cover girl as uh, <laughs> maybe age of ultron is uh-huh. you know but um there are new characters introduced right mm. um you've got a um the the hulk is in both of them i think we can both yeah. agree uh, yeah, yeah. hulk's in it uh, but I don't know, like, uh, just the, the general feel of it. Um, it's now that I know what it is, it's easier for me to watch it again and sure. accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, though on the second watch, it, it really does seem like, uh, Poe Dameron is, uh, a straight up prick. <laughs> he, he could not be more wrong. Yeah. He's just, wow. Just, uh, yeah. 
with oh, you know, like yeah. with Holdo and everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that crazy. What do they call him? Like a crazy flyboy, something like that. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's a little uh, hair trigger type of guy, mm-hmm. and that one for sure. Uh, what's funny too is like whenever you said that Age of Ultron comparison, I was like, man, that that really hits home. I, I agree with that. But I also mm-hmm. think that other people would, if other people like Age of Ultron like that, I would think that they might say that about rise of skywalker then Mm -hmm. like that it's uh kind of like from what i've heard from some people about rise of skywalker is like it's just a bunch of stuff kind of thrown at the wall and they kind of do it and it's fun there's like a lot of characters and stuff but it's not like that great but to me that's why i feel i I agree with you like i I feel like that way about last jedi even though they're kind of different films there's something about them that's like i kind of go back and forth on it sometimes as i watch it It just depends on the time so it's yeah, sometimes it's a, a scene by scene type thing. Yeah. It's like, ah, eh, not really into this scene, but you know, uh, was it like the the weird uh, Thor cave scene mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. watching uh, Mark Hamill spill blue milk down the, his beard? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of comparable, um, you know, <laughs> liquids involved. <laughs> Same thing, essentially, right? Yeah, uh, that's very interesting comparison. I like that, um, mm-hmm. and I. I, again, I guess what I go back to from whenever I watch The Last Jedi when it happens, that's the thing is like, um, and Danny and I have talked about this a lot. Danny rewatches Force Awakens a lot, but he never rewatches. He didn't. He didn't like The Last Jedi, so that's fine. He just doesn't rewatch yeah. it. But I, I rewatch The Force Awakens because it's fun, and then The Last Jedi, I find a very boring movie, mm-hmm. um, in a lot of aspects. Like it literally. I, I tried to describe it to Amanda. Um, it, it literally is like a slow chase with a, a mm-hmm. small side story on a on Canto Bite on a casino planet that does nothing and nothing happens from it because it all falls apart. And mm-hmm. that's it. Like there's not a whole lot that happens in it. And yeah. there's a lot of like th- there's a lot of character development that I disagree with, though. So it doesn't fulfill anything for me. And, okay. you know, like, uh, like Luke is completely wrong to me in that film. And uh, that's one of the things, the main thing was like Luke. And then I had to like go online and like read reviews and watch videos and be like, mm-hmm. all right, this is what they're trying to do with him. It's just not the version I wanted. And that's kind of like you were saying, like, now that I know what it is, I can go back and maybe rewatch it differently, but it mm-hmm. still never catches my attention. Like force awakens does or like rise of skywalker did where i'm like this is a star wars movie and it's a fun star wars movie it doesn't like hold that same kind of level for me yeah um star wars is a uh it's a weird beast Mm -hmm. you know i feel like going back to the og trilogy uh, it's pretty clear especially on a rewatch that uh or at least for me on a rewatch uh that uh they didn't know what they were doing Mm -hmm. um you know it's a uh it was a real episode by episode operation for the like, original. It seem like they were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm glad you're saying uh, this. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is, fuck all of Star Wars. <laughs> Only the prequels are good. Fast Jar Jar is the best character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, if it's not Dominic Toretto, they get the fuck out. No, 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 no. What I'm what I'm saying is, um, the the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. They really do feel like individual chapters of an ongoing story, Mm -hmm. as opposed to here's these, here's this one story that we're splitting up into three chapters, if that makes sense. Because the, it just seems so bisected by 
what the writers were wanting to do, mm-hmm. which is why Luke and Leia 69 in that one episode. <laughs> or, I, I don't I don't quite remember what they did. Uh, I th- oh, maybe she just like kissed him or whatever. I, okay, yeah, I guess that's yeah, it's ringing a bell. Um, and then later they were like, oh, it's, you know, their brother and sister. Like, I feel like if that were established from the get go, mm-hmm. then, you know, that scene may not have taken place. Yeah. Um, uh, so that is precisely yeah. true. And I'm very mm-hmm. glad you brought this up because mm-hmm. one of the big complaints I've heard online kind of for a while now after last Jedi and stuff, but definitely after rise of Skywalker, um, is that they had no plan for this trilogy that they were like, they set it out yeah. and they were like, JJ did his film. And then he was like, this is where things could go, but we're giving it to Ryan now to write his own story. And then Ryan did his thing and it changed things up. And then JJ came back, but they were going to have another director, Trevor Rowe, come in and do his own thing as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's exactly how the original trilogy was. That thing changed right. all the fucking time. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and, and, and precisely uh, that, because this uh, earlier today I watched an interview. There's a, there's a Q&A from some screening of, of Rise of Skywalker with J.J. and Chris Terrio, who was the uh, co-writer on it, um, mm-hmm. uh, discussing you know spoilers and whatever they wanted to do with the story and everything. And one of the things he mentioned, uh, we'll get into it, I guess, a little later, but it was about uh, Kylo Ren and Rey's relationship. And J.J. described it as a as sort of a sibling, but also sort of romantic relationship that they are just basically bonded spiritually is how he described Mm -hmm. it. And, um, you know, to spoil it from later on, basically, you know, they, they kiss later on. And he was like, I saw it as kind of both. And he mentioned in the original movie, he was like, John Williams did Luke's theme as a take on Leia's theme because he did, nobody knew that they were brother and sister in the first movie. So no. he used it as a, like, as a love thing because John Williams, as he was writing the score, thought they were going to be like a love thing, and then they weren't. Yeah. And it's like that's a prime example of this is only mirroring the original trilogy. Yeah. Like ever, you know, like it should have been basically. Like I, I agree that like it's a good idea to probably have an idea for a trilogy, but mm-hmm. I don't mind how it all shaped up. And I think it's it's kind of inherent in Star Wars. They all have different directors. They all have different writers. Like that's inherent in this project. So I don't know well, why people are saying that now. You know, the one time it didn't have different directors. <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> exactly. You it know. fucked up, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So that's. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's something I had been paying attention to too. And I'm like, I don't know why people are saying that when it's clearly the original trilogy was not all planned out. Like right. that's that's common knowledge. So, and I heard a, a quote recently regarding Star Wars specifically, where they were talking about how. Um, history doesn't repeat, but it rhymes. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of beats yep. that you see kind of throughout the various trilogies that, um, well, they they kind of reference the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like you would, yeah. Like you can echo forward yep. from, I guess, the prequels, you know, the actual timeline of, of things. But mm-hmm. uh, we know it's, you know, different references to, uh, to things coming up later on in the 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 canon yep. itself but yeah that's um, how george approached it like he yeah. wanted when he did the prequels all of them like he said like he mm-hmm. he was trying to make them rhyme with the original trilogy and this one is also doing that same thing yeah. so i don't know i don't know what fans i'll tell you what leading into this you know, remember like last week when we were talking with austin and everything like mm-hmm. we were all kind i think we were all kind of like um 
we're just ready for it to be over. Like you and I have been doing this rewatch and it's like, we're kind of star Wars out a little bit from the, the comics and the other stuff we're, we're watching and stuff too. And, um, honestly, like at this point, like after all the backlash online about this, I was just like, man, I'm done with the fucking internet for a while. <laughs> yeah, like I just got to back off for a while. Everybody is so fucking pissed off Yeah, and nobody can enjoy anything. Like mm-hmm. I, it's, I, I get it now. Like I said, I get the feeling of someone that loved the last Jedi and mm-hmm. faced all that backlash online. It's just like, it's so like disheartening to, to mm-hmm. get to that point. And then now it's just like the other side. And it's all the people that, that felt that way with the last Jedi are now like so harsh against this one. And it just feels so shitty as a fan. Like I, yeah. that's why I wish we would have been able to do this right afterwards because I was so, so pumped up and it's yeah. been a few days now and I just feel so yeah. beaten down about it. I'm not as excited as I was and I haven't seen it a second time. Like I want to. So yeah. uh, I, I want to, you know, be like shout from the rooftops. This was fucking fun and I loved it. But yeah. uh, unfortunately the fandom is, is just really kind of shitty right now. So yes, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've got some notes. You and I both um, mentioned that uh, we don't. You know what? These movie theaters are uptight. They <laughs> yeah. won't let you turn your, your phone screen brightness all the way up and sit there and take notes in the movie theater anymore. Dicks. Like, what the fuck? I'm in this giant Ninja Turtle trench coat. <laughs> How can you even you fucking see? You can hide see, it just but... fine. It's whatever. Whatever. <sighs> did I put reflector strips on the inside of my jacket? Okay, yes, I did. It's dark in there. Just imagine you like For the, shame. the inside of the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. You're just like glowing, like <laughs> yellow out, gold everywhere. Look, man, people are just so uptight. Yeah. So uptight anymore, you know? Triggered. You know? One of those things. Jesus. Jesus. Some dude behind you just like, shut your fucking phone off. And you're like, Steven, yeah. Steven's here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I, I went back through today and I read back through the Wikipedia article mm. just to kind of remind myself like what what happened and like what sequence or whatever. And I, I made some notes. Um, we don't have to be as comprehensive yep. uh, on this episode. I think it's fair to say like most people aren't doing a scene by scene breakdown mm. of the, the movie and everything yep. at this point. But um, I do have to point out, as always trash slash water scenes were yes. there any i don't remember any trash scenes but either. there was definitely a water scene um mm-hmm. reminded me a bit of moana okay okay i'm ex- expecting the rock to fly out as an eagle mm-hmm. or a hawk or whatever bird is in that i don't know flies out punches a chicken in the head it's a weird have you seen moana there's a stupid chicken in it Brent, i've seen it and i i literally don't remember it at all. Oh my god! I think oh I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I was drinking at the time, but I don't know. I feel like your memory for CG animated movies is not. It's not that great. Um, it's not. It's not very good. Mm-mm. I think you just don't click with these movies for some reason. I, I I want to. Some of them I like a lot, but there's been a lot of mm-hmm. Pixar and Disney stuff in the last few years. I just haven't picked up. And mm-hmm. Moana is one of them. Danny fucking loves that movie. Yeah, and I, songs are very catchy. Yeah, very right. Catchy. People love it. Yeah. I, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I watched that. Right. I literally could not tell you a single thing about that movie. So well, I'm glad I brought it up. Okay, <laughs> so there's a big water scene, big water scene in this movie. Um, let me uh, let me point out a couple of things that uh, a couple of nits to pick, okay. if you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I couldn't, there were a few as I was watching it where I was like, oh, I got to remember to mention that. Oh, I got to remember, remember the thing I just said. Yep. Um, but I couldn't do that because it was days ago and I was yep. too lazy to write down notes when I got home because I was just, I was on cloud nine. I know it. You know, and I wanted to go to bed. I was like, okay? I'll remember all of this stuff. And then the internet yeah. happened. <laughs> no, no, I could, uh, I could feel myself losing memory as I was watching yep. the movie um, just because I was just so engrossed with whatever was happening on the screen at that point but um dio which is a new little droid character named Ooh. after metal legend ronnie james dio steven of course you know that yeah, 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 yeah um i i liked him i liked dio but i don't i don't think it was a necessary character like i don't mm. know what purpose he served See, evidently like he was wheel? voiced by jj abrams george like a... abrams sorry <laughs> was he no. the wheel with like the little point like cone face yeah, the guy? I yeah. liked him. Yeah, you didn't really care for yeah. him though, or didn't need him. No, he's fine. I just I was I was expecting him to do mm-hmm. like play some pivotal role. Yeah, because why are you bringing this other droid up in my business? True. Um, when it's like maybe it has a piece of a puzzle or something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. You know. Yeah, he was just kind of like comic relief, basically. And yeah. BB-8 already fills that role, sort of. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I liked that was someone tweet. That was one one good thing about the internet. He says something like, "When people try to touch him, he's always like, no, thank you, no, thank you.'" And yep. someone was <laughs> like, "Man, I feel that like <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that anxiety." <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. That's true. That's true. Um, the other thing I want to point out is the lack of Rose Tico in this movie. Okay. Um, I know that some people had uh, problems with her character mm-hmm. in the Last Jedi, and I know some people are mm. fucking assholes who sure. are sexist and racist about her being in that the franchise at all. And uh, you know what? They can go screw. I, you know what? I said it. Whoa. I went there. Okay? We never say that here. Brit Hibbert unleashed. But <laughs> um, I did want to see more of Rose Tico okay. in this movie. Um, and she was in it. She didn't have a pivotal role, mm-hmm. but I, I just wanted more from her. You know, I feel like her character could have been redeemed. Um, there's a lot that ha- that goes mm-hmm. on in this movie. Yep. So uh, maybe there's just not an, uh, enough of a part for her to play in this particular film. Yep. But I don't know if I'm ever going to get any more Rose Tico. Mm-hmm. So. Not. You know, you wanted more. I wanted more. You know, do you? I wanted her to to be thrown by Chewbacca at one of those <laughs> new Death Stars and just rip it apart with her bare fucking hands. I, so she's and like, then, a, she's and then Stephen, no, no, no. Okay, she she rips one directly in half. Oh wow! Down the center, she slaps them on her feet like the aforementioned rollerblades oh, and yes. flies through the sky directly into six. <laughs> other <laughs> what do you call them star destroyers or whatever yeah just right like, through like them like fucking captain marvel yeah and then she takes her hand and does the imaginary jack off motion yes. and points directly at the screen <laughs> yeah that's that what i wanted a pretty cool fan moment i gotta admit and they didn't they didn't give that to me yeah. disney zero stars <laughs> there's something out there in fan fiction that didn't happen <laughs> i hate it now what was your impression of rose I always forget. Is it Tico? Tico? I, I, I can't do an impression, Stephen. That's oh, racist. sorry. That's my bad. Jesus. How dare you? Um, I'm not that type of Asian. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I apologize. I feel very racist just for even, uh, starting that and getting into there. Who who, who knew? Um, I uh, what, what was your impression of her as a character in the Last Jedi? Um, I don't quite know. Okay, and I'm not saying that she didn't have a thin character in the Last Jedi, but I liked her enough. She was um, a fun enough character to me that mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, hang out with her a little bit more. Okay. You know, um, maybe part of this for me is is um, by her having a I don't know. If, yeah, I guess like a reduced role in this movie compared mm-hmm. to The Last Jedi um, makes me feel like the dickheads who were complaining about her in the previous movie, um, like they feel somewhat justified or whatever. Like she's still there, but mm. kind of just barely, you know? Yeah. But I I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know how to solve that that problem. Yeah, sure. You know? So. This this is the problem with why it's so like disjointed in the, everybody's feelings about this because mm-hmm. because there are those people out there that are racist and sexist mm-hmm. jerks about it. If you have like genuine concerns about her as a character, you're basically lumped in with those people. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, when I watched The Last Jedi, I'm one of those people that is like, I, and I've read a lot about this in the last few days to. Uh, you know, uh, amongst Rise of Skywalker and stuff, uh, but obviously her character leads back to that, so people bring it up a lot. But to me, all of the Canto Bite stuff was the worst part of The Last Jedi. For mm-hmm. one, nothing happens from it. It doesn't, like, nothing nothing works, so it doesn't matter in the end. It's just like a side quest. And then other people online are like, no, that's like Finn was trying to desert, and that's whenever he, like, really got sold into, the, like, the idea of the resistance and, like, Rose got on there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't get any of that. <laughs> like, again, when you explain it, I'm like, okay, I can see that. And that does enhance that movie to me. But otherwise I'm like, I would just cut that entire thing. And if you cut that entire thing, you don't need Rose at all in the movie t- to mm-hmm. me. Like there's other stuff she does, but like in the end of the last Jedi, like Finn is going to sacrifice himself by he he's on crate and he's driving a ship into that laser that they're trying to like open uh, the big like door for the rebellion or the resistance and everything. Mm-hmm. And she like hits him out of the way. I think that's a terrible part. I don't understand that motivation. They don't explain it. I don't know why she did that to me. Like I love Finn, but like people sacrifice themselves constantly in those movies. Holdo did it like seconds before that. And I, yeah. I thought like that was going to be a beautiful moment. And then she crashes and he's like, why did you do that? And she kisses him. And I was like, what is happening? It was so jarring to me. So like to me, mm-hmm. I have no problem with her as an actress or whatever. I just that character like doesn't make any sense to me. And so for me, leading into the last or to Rise of Skywalker, I was like, yeah, relegate her to the background. I don't care. As someone I found online had said, like on Reddit or whatever, or Twitter, Basically, to them, they were like, the the new characters that matter are Finn, Ray, and Poe, and Rose mm-hmm. was thrown in in the next movie, but if you don't care for the next movie, like J.J. apparently didn't in a lot of those storylines, then, yeah, she doesn't matter, so, like, he doesn't give her a lot to do in it. So, for mm-hmm. me, that was fine. I didn't, I didn't need any more from her because I didn't get anything from her in the beginning when she was first introduced. But okay. it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> Because people were like, you fucking racist or whatever. And I'm like, 
again, like, it's fine. I just don't know mm-hmm. what she brings to, like, her character brings to this universe. It doesn't, mm-hmm. add, it didn't add anything from The Last Jedi, so I don't care that she's not adding much for this. If she had, mm-hmm. that, that would have been cool with me, but I wasn't, like, looking for more from her, I guess. But I also get why you were, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different movie than than you got, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and a lot of people. So that's one I, I'm very curious, people's love of her. And, and like you said, like it's kind of like the haters won then. And I, I saw that yeah. same kind of idea online. And I was like, yeah, but like if, if you're approaching it like JJ and you're like, if, if he, I don't, I'm not going to put words in the mouth, but if, if he saw it like I did and he was like, she's not a great character, I don't know really what she adds to it. Um, what's he what's he to do like someone else was like should you just give her more of a role because of the haters if you Mm -hmm. don't think story-wise it's necessary like that seems kind of like why would you just go out of your way but i don't know like it's a hard thing i think it's a it's a fine line yeah and like i said i don't know i don't know how to square that circle i don't know what the solution for me is like if there was going to be a another one star wars 10 nay star wars x Oh, Dominic Toretto invades the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Jason's here. What? I am fast. <laughs> Puts on sunglasses. <laughs> oh, we thought it was going to be crude, but that's better when I explain it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, I no, Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Like I said at the beginning of this conversation, I, I love this movie. the The lack of, of Rose mm-hmm. isn't um, a it, it doesn't bother me like mm-hmm. all that much. Not enough to affect my uh, feeling toward the movie, but just kind of where I where the character was left off. Like she was a one of the main cast members of of Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. So here we are on Episode Nine, and she's kind of more just hanging out at the uh, the base there with. Uh, Dominic Monaghan. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. It was weird seeing him because it, it's like he just stepped directly out of Lost. That's the thing. I was like, oh, because I if you look over in the background, sometimes he's just playing the bla- uh, the bass guitar. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was her band called? I forgot. I used to like that song they used to sing in that uh, show. Mouse Rat. Mouse Rat. All right. Yeah, sure. So moving on. Um. So I saw this uh, this tweet online. Uh where somebody said, and they do this sometimes, and I, I like it. I could never do it. Um, but they'll say, this movie, uh, in pictures without context, and they'll post something. Like, I've seen that with some Avengers movies and whatnot. Um, like, in uh, Infinity War, somebody posted, like, one of the four pictures was a picture of Squidward, because uh, Tony Stark calls, uh, what's his ass, yeah. uh, Squidward or whatever. Uh-huh. Just, you know, kind of like little funny things. So I saw one for this movie, First picture was the Pink Power Ranger, and I was like, was Amy Jo Johnson in this movie? <laughs> I was so excited slash confused. And then come to find out, the reason people have been talking about a Power Ranger being in this movie is because Zori Bliss, played by Carrie Russell. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I guess they're referring to her as a Power Ranger. Hmm. And... I can only take that as a good thing. Yeah. Being a fan of Dim Ranger boys mm-hmm. and girls, of course. Um, but also, Zoria Bliss is looking good. Yeah. You know? I'd be fine if we didn't see her eyeballs. <laughs> but we do, and they're good. <laughs> Carrie you Russell like is an attractive woman. Yeah. 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 
can't keep the helmet on amanda while you're destroying me because i have no chance but still <laughs> amanda didn't know she was in this i had forgotten about it because uh oh okay jj had written felicity back in the, I'm back sorry, in the day hmm? i'm sorry who uh joe johnson amy jar 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 Abrams had, uh, there we go. had um, uh, you know, written Felicity back in the day. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're friends, I guess. Uh, and I've oh, forgotten okay. she was going to be in this, in this movie. And then whenever she showed, mm-hmm. I didn't realize who it was, but she had her mask on. And then when she finally did that, I was like, oh yeah, that's her. Fuck Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Neurons are connecting. Yep, Holy go shit. For it. Go for it. The TV show Felicity. Yep. Jar Jar You know who else was in that movie? Mm. Or that movie, that TV show? Amy Joe Johnson, was she the really? Power Ranger. Yes, oh, yeah, wow. she was like her friend or whatever. I've never so, seen it. I wonder if that's what they were hmm. referring to. Because she does, you know, Zori Bliss doesn't really look like a Power Ranger to me. I can see how people would get there. Yeah, when you Those said people it. are uneducated, mm-hmm. guys. There's not a maroon and gold <laughs> ranger. The fuck? She didn't even have a sword. She didn't even have a sword. Oh, come on, guys. Get unless, with it. Unless her spaceship later. Holy shit. <laughs> what if her Zora right turns open. into a giant Rose Tico? <laughs> and that fulfills your thing of it. Her that, skates in it. on you. Yeah. Yeah. We need to kickstart this. Release the Snyder Cut, and then afterward, do this thing that I'm asking. The fandom demands it, and it has to happen. Otherwise, it's a bad movie. That's what I'm getting from Star Wars fans. Basically, I did see yeah. someone say, release the Rose Tico uh cut and i was like okay we're here cool <laughs> Ooh, boy to quote a 90s song how bizarre um so the the other thing with zori bliss is uh i loved seeing her interact with poe like mm-hmm. the dynamic there is like uh, oh yeah i don't know i don't i couldn't quite put my finger on it but it was like oh there's something there's something a little bit flirty here mm-hmm. and then sure enough as the movie progresses that's that's what it was and uh the um the fan desire to make Poe yep. and and Finn intimate, deep sexual lovers yep. so fervent online mm-hmm. that I thought, well, well maybe that's what they're going to do, but it wasn't. Yeah. And it, it turns out people don't like that when they have high expectations and they're not met mm-hmm. because that's just not a direction whoever is wanting to go um i'm all for either character being gay mm-hmm. if you want to make them gay lovers okay sure but i feel like one of my least favorite things in stories is when people are in romantic relationships out of nowhere mm-hmm. um so now with like poe and zori bliss there's some backstory there that we kind of get little hints about uh-huh. so that's a little bit different but we we saw Poe and Finn meet early on. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if when uh, when Poe let Finn keep his jacket, if he would have just popped a couple of fingies in his mouth, yeah. you know, we would have sent some signals, yeah, yes, to the audience, yeah, yeah. But I feel like unless it's going to be two characters of uh, the same sex full on penetrating each other, yep. The fandom won't be happy. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I that's probably not gonna happen in the next five years with the Walt Disney Corporation. That's just my guess. Yeah. Best guess. I could be wrong. We'll see where that sequel to the Lion King gets us. Okay. <laughs> 
Timon, Pumbaa. Oh, fuck out yeah. Out the prairie. Oh, they fuck. Yeah. yeah. They fuck. You know. You know. Yeah. There's no girl meerkats nearby. That's right. That <laughs> He's... It's like the I forget the community. I have the, like flashing back to Kevin Smith, uh, like evening with Kevin Smith things when he's talking like mm-hmm. bears and cubs in the gay community. Mm-hmm. I don't really know it well enough, but I feel like Timon and Pumbaa are there, basically. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I will say That's a good point. After talking about it in the last uh, times we've talked about the uh, fandom wanting Finn and Poe to get together, the more I thought about it, I was actually really sold on that idea. I didn't really care either way. It's not like there's so many other things going on in Star Wars that I'd rather see. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. But there were some certain parts in this where I was like, oh, they're real. Like in the beginning, before she got there, I was like, oh, they're really leaning into it this time. Like I thought mm-hmm. the banter between Finn and Poe, like when Finn, when, when Poe is, uh, what do they call it? Um, like hyperspace skipping. <laughs> oh, okay. Hyperspace Sorry. skipping or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Which I thought was a really cool idea. Um, their banter and stuff back and forth, I thought was great. And someone had in line uh, afterwards had said it was, it was really reminiscent of Han and Leia, um, mm-hmm. how they're always like bickering and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm down for this. And then whenever that chick showed up, I was like, oh, okay. There's obviously like he they were in a relationship together and there's a backstory there. And I was at one point I was like, I hope Finn, I hope Poe is just bisexual um, mm-hmm. and that it doesn't matter. Like he just, he had this girl before, but now he likes Finn and everything. That's cool. Whatever. I was yeah. kind of down for whatever, but uh, as I hoped they would be, but um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's fine how it worked out, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I know some people were mad because they didn't get together, but then there's two women that kiss and they felt yeah. like it was like a throwaway thing to be like, Oh, here you go. Fandom. But I'm like, it's so hard again everybody's just so fucking angry right now the whole world mm-hmm. is just on fire and it just sucks and you can't win like if they're not like sure it's the disney corporation you have to expect they're not going to like throw that out there s- such big characters whatever mm-hmm. um they'd have such a big backlash that way but they threw people a bone and they were like yeah but we're also going to show this and, and then people are like mad about that and they're like oh now it's just like two throwaway women in the background kissing and it's like but you wanted something, right? Like they gave you something, and I don't mm. know the right way to do that. But yeah, it just fucking sucks. Like everybody's just mad all the time. So yeah, yeah, I don't know what I feel about it. You know, I I feel like the expectation for Star Wars is somehow way way more intense than like the Marvel movies. Yeah, um, and even when the Marvel movies deviate from the comics. Mm-hmm. I feel like fans are some somehow more accepting than the Star Wars yeah. fandom because Star Wars, even though it's not based on any pre-existing materials necessarily, mm-hmm. I mean, like there's, you know, different expanded universe stuff sure. you could potentially tie into, but um, there's no, no story. Like, okay, so if, if there were novels that were written about Poe and Finn being together and then they didn't go for it in the movies, yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd want to explore that, but that's not the case. Yeah. These, these characters like exist only in film mm-hmm. at this point. So, or, you know, their stories are determined by film, yeah. you know, they're in comics and whatnot. But, um, yeah, like I, I totally understand. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I totally understand people wanting, um, gay heroes up front Mm -hmm. absolutely 100 percent, totally in agreement there Mm -hmm. um 
But if that's not the direction that the storyteller is going in, then that's that's kind of all there is to it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, I understand people's frustrations with that, but that's not the story they're telling necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like... I, I liked that, that Poe and Zori Bliss had a, a thing. Mm-hmm. I like that there's some story we don't know yet um, that can be explored later. And yeah, maybe maybe Poe is bisexual. Maybe he's, you know, pansexual. He's just willing to fuck anything. There's a whole galaxy full of holes I to mean, fill, yeah. you know? Yeah. Look at, like, Peter Quill, Skeet, 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 right? skeet, skeet. <laughs> like, uh, what did you say? Like, Peter Quill. Like, uh, one of the first oh, times yeah. we see him, there's, like, that, I think it's green or blue. I can't remember that, that first one mm-hmm. that's in his ship or whatever. That first yeah. chick. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's like you'd imagine, like, uh, there's so many different types of creatures and people or whatever that, yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of would work out, sort of, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. I uh I, I it's I, I agree with you though. The the Star Wars fandom has a different thing and I don't know if it's because it's like such it's been so long, you know, it started in the 70s and that's to now like there's so mm-hmm. much time in between for for fan speculation and there's mm-hmm. a lot more of that than I think it was ever allowed in the Marvel universe just because so many come out a year and they kept yeah. like getting more and more and more, you know, like they were like one a year, two a year, three a year. Mm-hmm. building up to Endgame, there was there wasn't enough time to really like have fandom get into like a fever pitch before it came out and then people be really disappointed it was almost like it was rapidly coming at you and you just kind of accepted it but uh there's something about the star wars fandom that people have people have such personal experiences with it and if it goes different than what they want man mm-hmm. oof. like and i get that the last jedi is not what i want for luke uh, to mm-hmm. me, it betrays a lot of what his character is and stuff. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's 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 a weird feeling, kind of being a part of such a what what has become such a toxic fandom, and just mm-hmm. trying to be there and just enjoy the movies. But you're also a part of that same thing. I don't know what I feel about mm-hmm. it. Which is why I'm kind of just like I want to be able to see this and have my feelings about it. But I'm also kind of like I just need to let Star Wars be for a little bit, and I'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot right now. Yeah. Like the, I think the reason Star Wars took hold with so many people is the spectacle of it. Like the characters are are good and and fun and interesting as well, mm-hmm. but the spectacle is yeah, for sure really what catches you, you know, for this franchise. And I thought this movie in particular did a great job with it. Like yeah. there are a few portions, and it seemed like a lot of it was up at the beginning of the movie where there was like some kind of weird wire work or whatever that didn't just didn't look very good mm. by the standards of like previous Star Wars movies and then later scenes in, in this same movie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's, that's really just some like minor nits to pick yeah. about it. Um, but look, if we're going to stay on the topic of fucking, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you uh, one character <laughs> who got busy. Okay. Mm. Um, and again, if you've not seen this movie, Pause it, send us each $300, and then mm-hmm. resume um, after you've seen the movie. But, Steven, you know who uh, who's good at cracking open that sniz? I don't know. <laughs> A little man by the name of Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yes, bring me all of the sniz. I uh, I saw online someone tweeted something like, "Can you just imagine Palpatine like 
sidling up to some woman in a bar. I mean, like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> no, because I think that uh, he force raped someone probably is more accurate to his character than him just like being like, yeah, I'm going to fuck the chicks in the galaxy. Uh, <laughs> he's a pretty bad dude. Um, I can see him just kind of kind of putting it out there. He's uh uh, what do you call it? Um, immaculate conceptioning mm. a child. He's like, I'm immaculate conception all over this. Bukaki. Force lightning Bukaki. I changed my name from Palpatine to Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, this is a good part to say there's, there's, I don't love everything in this movie and it's kind of hard mm. because I've only seen it once so I don't remember all of it but there's definitely some lingering questions like how did Palpatine survive and um, how did like they don't really they like reveal that he's uh, Ray's grandfather and that he had a son who didn't really follow his ways but like they don't really go into it at all and um, mm. there's definitely some things in there that I was just kind of like okay you just kind of have to like go with it and yeah. I, I'm looking forward to dissecting that more and watching the movie more and and whatever but um, for the most part I was like, it works and stuff. Um, I was a big fan of Ray being a nobody at the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I also, once it happened, like we knew Palpatine was coming back from the trailers and stuff. And then I didn't know how it all play out. But like they really get into it, like you said, like right away. Like Kylo Ren is like going to find him and stuff. And, and once it all played out and like how it all played out, I eventually was like, oh, I like this. It's just not what mm -hmm. I wanted going into it. And I completely understand people that were like, I didn't want this at all. We just had in The Last Jedi where she was told her parents were nobodies. And again, this is kind of JJ, Jar Jar, throwing, a, throwing Ryan's stories away and doing his own mm -hmm. thing again. Uh, but once it all played out, I was like, I like how Palpatine is in this and stuff. And I, I mm -hmm. like that Ray is a part of that. Like, it all worked for me. So um, yeah. that's not what I wanted, though. But uh, yeah. but I could accept it even during the movie, not even afterwards. I was like, once I was in it, I was like, this movie is fun. Yeah. I like where the story is going. It's different than mm -hmm. what I wanted, but I'm down for the ride. So, so in the previous movie, The Last Jedi, where uh, we see Snoke, and he's not giant. He's uh, just a regular size, mm -hmm. weird-looking man. Yeah. Uh, and they kill him uh, pretty fucking easily. Yep. Um, all things considered, or I guess Kylo does. Yeah. Um, I still like how that whole thing worked out. You know, it's uh, it might be my favorite scene in the Last Jedi with oh, yeah. uh, them up, uh, uh, laser sword fighting all the. Oof, that scene is uh, so good. The red vampire uh, people, <laughs> whatever you call it. You know, I also like when we rewatched Return of the Jedi. The, mm -hmm. I think it's in that one that Luke is like on the Death Star, the new Death Star, and captured and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And I noticed that 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 scene when I watched Return of uh, Sorry the Last Jedi, um, that Palpatine is also trying to get Luke to like take his lightsaber, but he has it like on his armrest, basically next to him. And I liked mm -hmm. that that again that rhyming in the two movies, uh, where this time Kylo was like, "That's just right next to him. I bet I could just spin that and fucking kill him." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, they could have just done that to the Emperor as well." Mm -hmm. But like yeah. Darth Vader didn't think of that. Luke didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I thought it was really cool because it seems almost too simple when it happens. But then it's mm -hmm. also like, yeah, but that, that could have happened to the emperor right away. Hmm, interesting. Right. <laughs> so it's like it's always kind of there. It's just how yeah. different directors approach it and writers approach mm -hmm. it and stuff. So I like that scene um, a lot. But after they kill Snoke, 
And that's like the the big villain mm-hmm. up in this like modern trilogy anyway. And then you've got Kylo. But I mean, how do you level up from there? Yeah. Like in a, a third movie, you go back to the original mm-hmm. and by original, I mean, the prequels. Yeah, the best ones. <laughs> Don't say it. That's my heart. <laughs> Quote. The prequels are the best Star Wars films. <sighs> Take it back. Let's talk about stuff. I'm turning this off. 2019. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they're terrible movies. But um, we do first meet the Emperor in those those movies. Mm. So um, it is cool that it echoes back to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I didn't even remember how the Emperor died in Mm. Return of the Jedi. Uh, I hear he got exploded. Um, He fell on a shaft. And then uh, there was like a Shit. lightning cloud explosion sort of thing. Oh. But. Um, oh, he just farted as he flew past. That's what I think. A flame. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think he had as six he's falling, he's like, No. <laughs> <laughs> An explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've, we've seen before in Empire Strikes Back, Luke falls just like that in a chamber mm-hmm. very similar to that. Um, yeah. And and survives just by he like falls down and slides down a thing. He's totally fine or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we've seen that happen before, except for the explosion thing, which is I think could be explained away pretty easily with, um, yeah, he just has weird powers or weird weird Sith farts. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay with the bringing him back and like he survived that this whole time, whatever. I like how it all played out that he was. I, I'm still confused. Someone online was like, oh, he is Snoke. And I was like, okay, is he Snoke or was he, like, he created Snoke? Or, like, I'm still kind of confused by how that all played out because, like, again, I, mm-hmm. I've only seen it the one time. Um, one time. But uh, also someone had pointed out that in, in George Lucas's original drafts that he gave Disney whenever they bought Lucasfilm of his sequel trilogy of what he wanted, they mm-hmm. threw it all away, basically, and did their own thing. But he was going to bring back the Emperor in Episode Nine. That was always his plan. Oh, okay. So I'm like, J.J.'s fitting in with, like, Lucas's plan for, for, for me in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, I like how it all plays out. Like, I know a lot of people were really upset that this, like, again, just, like, brings it all back and everything. And that, why mm-hmm. does Ray have to be related to him and stuff? And it's like, someone had mentioned it's the, it's not the Skywalker saga. It's the Skywalker-Palpatine saga. That that's mm-hmm. how we can approach it now, basically, and I'm like, that's more soap opery than anything we've seen before. Like that totally makes sense. There'd be like two dynasties. I think that's how they said it, it was like mm-hmm. the Skywalker Palpatine dynasties, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm down for that. Um, I like how it all plays out. It's just it wasn't what I expected, but mm-hmm. um, it kind of makes sense. Star Wars, two dynasty, two furious. <laughs> Are you jiggy with it? <laughs> um, do you think there was a uh, when there was the the Disney like buyout of lucasfilm mm. do you think george lucas took his like plans for the the next uh next trilogy carried them by hand into the chief's office he's like yeah here you go here's uh here's my notes for the the movie that I was gonna make and then the head of disney was like ha, yeah okay yeah yeah go go ahead and uh put them on those uh put them on that table over there ha, ha. and uh lucas puts them on the table it turns out it's just a paper shredder. What? Yeah. I never saw it coming. What a twist. 
And he puts him in there and he just starts crying. He's like, oh, I was tricked. <laughs> <laughs> Takes out $10,000 bills and dries his tears and then th- throws them in the shredder as well and lights them on fire. Um, but, yeah, so the uh, the the twist that that Ray's parents are actually somebody mm-hmm. and they are the children of Emperor Palpatine, mm-hmm. again, who straight up fucked. Yep. To make a son or daughter, I don't know which. Um, and Ray is the granddaughter of Palpatine. So I liked in the Last Jedi that Ray was nobody special, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, that's that's great. I that was one of my my favorite parts of that movie, or my favorite ideas, I guess. Um, and then in this movie, it seemed like with the marketing leading up to it, like they were leaning toward, oh no, her parents are somebody important mm-hmm. please come see the movie and we'll tell you um as it was ramping up into that i was like oh this is gonna take the specialness out of it i don't know if i'm gonna oh th- she she's the granddaughter of the most evil person in this franchise and she is meant and determined or yeah meant to be the continuation mm-hmm. of that evil okay yes i'm in yeah i'm all okay. about it yeah i i thought it was I, you know, I just fucking loved it. That's you know, awesome. I'm not, I'm not even going to get lost in my thoughts on it. I, yeah. I thought it was great. Um, I know people's mile, mileage is going to vary, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of turning the chosen one um, uh, story ideal, like, on its head, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of, like, chosen one stories anyway, because that kind of takes the specialness out of it mm-hmm. for me, which is why I like that she was nobody to begin with. But if you're going to then twist it and say she's the, she's of the lineage of the most evil character in this entire franchise, mm-hmm. um, outside of Jar Jar, of course, um, <laughs> the character, not the director, um, then, yeah, I'm all in, because it's, like in her DNA to be evil and the story becomes her. It's like a nature versus nurture type of story Mm -hmm. at that point, which I like. So I was very, very, very satisfied with, with that twist. I did not see it coming. Yeah. Because you approach this in a different way than I do, you know, with Mm -hmm. our, my longtime fandom of this and your new fandom of this. Um, mm-hmm. especially with the, the new trilogy and stuff. One of the things I had read from that Q&A with uh, JJ, Jar Jar, and mm-hmm. uh, Chris Terrio was they basically were like, we saw The Last Jedi where they were like, yes, it is a powerful message that she is nobody and that she is just this powerful, but they thought it was more powerful if she came from the most evil person mm-hmm. and had to turn against that and mm-hmm. I, I, that's basically what you're saying, right? And like, I agree with that too. Like, it's just a different way. If you're a fan of the Last Jedi and you're a fan that she's nobody, this is probably pretty shitty to you. But if the if the Last Jedi didn't happen that way, and JJ had been able to make a trilogy, say, um, mm-hmm. he probably would have had more time to flesh this out, which I think would have been really better. Um, mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have that weird misdirect in the middle movie where it was pretty clear that kylo wasn't to me it didn't seem like he was lying to her um Mm -hmm. it seemed like they were nobody and everything and maybe that's all he knew at the time until he did find palpatine in this movie but Mm -hmm. um i don't know i like i like that too i think that's very compelling that she comes from that harsh lineage and has to just like luke 
coming from Darth mm-hmm. Vader, like, you know, she has to, like, rebel against that and stuff. So I find yeah. that a, a very interesting storyline for her. So it's one of the reasons why I like Hellboy. Um, he's a demon from hell. Um, mm-hmm. Could be the ruler of hell, but he's not. Yeah. He comes to Earth. He's a good dude. Likes fucking pancakes. He fucks what pancakes? A, what, what, he fucking loves pancakes. <laughs> but he fucking fucks loves pancakes. He doesn't. Does he put them in the stack? Okay, Steven. I'm sorry. I know we're having a good time here. <laughs> talking about Emperor, the whiskey away. Palpatine, you know, Poppins and Sniz, <laughs> all day in the club. But you know what? Let's treat Hellboy with the suspect. Okay. We, society, know he deserves. And we did not get with that latest movie, which I have not seen. Am I bagging on a movie I've never seen? Of course, it's okay if I do it. You can't, okay? <laughs> Yoga Hosers is an incredible film. You should see it. Everybody should see it and vote for it at the Oscars. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to win all in this agreement. year. <laughs> yeah. Yoga Hosers, an incredible film. Quote. Let's talk about stuff 2019. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about the cameos in this movie. Okay. Um, I had no idea that Han Solo was going to make a return. Seriously. Visit. I was, I heard that voice. I was like, wait. Yeah. That sounded like two cement trucks slamming together, but making dialogue. Is that? And about that time, sure enough, cuts to Harrison Ford standing outside with stubble. It's like, oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, they didn't CGI out his earring hole. <laughs> his weird old man earring hole. Um, but I was I was so happy to see him in there. And I know he's tired of this franchise. I, I know get it. it. But I cannot tell by watching his scenes in mm-hmm. Force Awakens or this movie. It's just it's quality. chef's kiss yep. all day or a day. I'm not allowed to do it because I can't cook. <laughs> but you get it. Oh, Steven did it, mm-hmm. but he didn't make the noise. I did, did you, could you not hear it? I, I couldn't hear it. Well, no. this, this mic is better than. There we go. Yeah. There we go. And it's possible the audio just cut out, so now we just have it in there twice. But fuck it. Even still. But yes, that um, was a, a big moment, and I was very shocked that he came back for it. Yeah. And I I feel like that would have been Carrie Fisher's part sure. had she been around. That's what I kind of heard, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that he stepped in and I, I hope that Harrison Ford did that as a solid, I think he did for, mm. for her, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is really even better, right? Like it, it, it kind of is. Yeah. It's nice. As much as I would, would have loved to have seen Carrie Fisher in there. Like if we can't have her, mm-hmm. you know, that's the, the next best thing. The fact that I he think. would come back after, from what I'd heard when he agreed to do force awakens, he was like, I'll do it. If you fucking kill my character. Like he mm-hmm. was like, I don't want to do any more of this. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. And the fact that he showed up in this, I want to make oof. a blade runner movie again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm glad you brought that up too, because one of the things I've been so shocked by, and, and I haven't looked at everything online. Like I have been trying to stay away from some things and everything, but I, one of my favorite parts in this movie was all the stuff they got to do with Carrie Fisher. It was crazy. Um, it yeah. looked kind of weird sometimes. Like, I had heard that they had used film scenes from her that were cut from other movies, um, like The Force Awakens and Last Jedi, to fill in the blanks. But it it felt like it was CGI'd, sort of. Like, sometimes it was like almost like a different angle they had of her. Maybe they had to, like, fit her in to, like, a certain spot. But for yeah, the most kinda... part, it worked. Yeah, it was kind of weird because sometimes like the uh, the the grain of the film yes. was different for her versus like characters that were standing near her or whatever. Yeah, but it I worked. Absolutely, yeah. just let that go. Yeah, like, yeah. What can you do? I I'm 
just happy that there's all this extra footage mm-hmm, that I know. can be used, you know. Um, and the way they sent her off, yes. like in the movie, like if I had feelings Ugh. and was not dead inside, <laughs> I feel like that would have uh, really uh, jerked a tear right out of my skull. But not jerk um, a tear out of your skull. I I don't, and it didn't. But I, you know, it's a, a nice sentiment. Um, but it was beautiful, and nobody. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I thought, given the fact that she died before this movie was filmed. She mm-hmm. was in it a bunch. She was mm-hmm. given a beautiful exit. Uh, the way that, like, Kylo Ren's journey has been fascinating for this, and I can't wait to see this film again for his role because I love how it ends up with him. I was so hoping that mm-hmm. he would turn to the good side, and I thought it was beautiful. And the fact that she is a part of that and that she gives all of her strength, like Luke did, to mm-hmm. like show up and help turn him, I thought was so fucking magical of J.J. to do that and it worked so fucking well and then when we get to see that she trained with luke to be a jedi i was i i was so fucking happy like i could have cried in that scene it was so beautiful there there i've seen some tweets Mm -hmm. where people have been freaking out over that in a good way i'm like yes i haven't seen it yes we're on the same page yeah holy shit i was just i was very excited to see that as well because one of them had a blue lightsaber the other had a green Mm -hmm. or whatever um i don't remember who had what but then when um luke took off his mask and it was like a dh mark campbell i was like oh that looks pretty good Mm -hmm. and then uh leia took off her mask and i was like oh from rogue one yeah um (laughs) Again, I think for the most part, I could like I could accept it's fine. it. Yeah, and I liked how uh, they did yeah. the mask; like it worked to like kind of hide some of it. But uh-huh. um, th- I think that was part of the like the legend stuff is that she trained as well, and people were kind of upset by that. And then the Last Jedi, she uses these Force powers in space, and people were upset by that. Um, but now I'm like, no, she's like she was always Force sensitive. Mm-hmm. We knew that, but I love that she was trained. And then when he gives um, uh, Ray her lightsaber like she gets both of them uh for one there, there were a lot of things in this movie that i was like oh my god is this gonna happen like as they started like rolling out and then like things would change a little bit and i'd be like okay and then again i'd be like down for the ride i, I so i loved he he gives her like both lightsabers she finds them or whatever and she's bringing mm-hmm. them because kylo gets rid of his and then he needs one yeah. to fight the knights of ren i thought that was really fun mm-hmm. i thought she was going to force like uh put them together like darth maul's lightsaber end to end because i oh, like a double dildo like a double dildo and i thought it'd be different colors i thought it was gonna be red and uh, i thought it was gonna be green and blue on either yeah. side and i was so yeah, I stoked to see that mm-hmm. um but then it was like it played differently and i was like that's fine too but leading up to it i was like holy shit she's gonna use both of them yeah you know there's other cool things i, I thought could have been done but I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because you had mentioned something on, I think, the previous episode or maybe the one before about, like, kind of what you were thinking about what might happen mm-hmm. in episode nine. And you had mentioned something about uh, it had something to do with the duel of the fates. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, does it have something to do with the devil character? So part of me was hopeful, mm-hmm. especially at the end there with the final showdown with Palpatine. I thought... He was going to bring back like all the boss level characters and like Darth Maul was going to ninja flip out of there. Oh, sweet. With his cybernetic legs. Yep. But like spider ones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like, oh man, that'd be fucking badass. I don't even care if it makes sense. I just want to see it. Um, it didn't happen, mm-hmm. but you know, I didn't let that expectation ruin the film for me. Yeah. 
So what was it you were talking about for the uh, expectation? The stuff I was like the the big the way I thought this was all going to play out. You mean? Yeah. From before. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to talk about it now. <laughs> I had a very detailed idea. Uh, I, my note is is titled. Here's how I think it goes down. OK. And I was watching, you know, we've been we've been rewatching all the stuff and there, this is another part that I, 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 I'd have to rewatch it and read some stuff. And um, Star Wars Theory on YouTube um, has some really cool things. And they've mentioned some stuff about, like, how Palpatine probably survived. There was some stuff with um, Kylo being trained by Snoke on Snoke's planet or whatever that uh, is a mm-hmm. comic, apparently, that I want to read now. I'm excited. I'm not sure which one it was, oh, but okay. someone yeah. was showing it. So I stopped the video because I, I was like, I'd rather read this. But they were talking about there's a scene in the comic where... Um, basically Snoke kind of pushes Kylo off a cliff and makes him mm-hmm. use the force to not fall to his death. And he falls and almost lands on a bunch of sharp rocks and it survives. And so they were trying to be like, they've, they're placing things in canon and other places mm-hmm. like the comics to show that like Palpatine could have survived that way. However, yeah. I thought there'd be a much bigger thing. Like and a lot of people did with like the clones. Like I thought Palpatine and I guess in the legends, there's a whole thing about him making like a, a whole like, army of clones that he could like force his spirit into and kind of utilize um using like dark powers and stuff but uh i thought it was gonna i thought it was gonna be a lot more convoluted and as they were like leading into like where does ray come from and where does all this power come from and stuff i thought it was going to be a lot more um with clones and with like using the force to put yourself in other people's bodies, sort of. Oh, or okay. Or to create new people out of nothing, like Anakin was born without a father. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that basically a lot of people that we had seen before that had died, I thought mm-hmm. were, uh, for lack of a better word, reincarnated mm-hmm. in this film, in these films. So I thought Anakin was going to be Rey, what what I really thought was oh, okay. Anakin's spirit was conflicted all the time. I thought that it might end up that Kylo Ren and Rey were both Anakin. They were both sides of Anakin. That Kylo was the dark side and Rey was the light side. And that they mm-hmm. were always fighting because they were always splits, split versions of Anakin's spirit, essentially. Okay. I thought the Emperor had put his spirit... Uh, into Snoke, into another character, another person he found or whatever. And that's why he was so powerful and everything. Um, I thought that it was going to play into... I I had this whole theory that the Mandalorian was going to end (laughs) and that baby Yoda is Yoda. Yeah. And that's why he is so powerful that he he created a new thing. Like once he died, baby Yoda was born and that is Yoda. And that's why people were looking for him because it was all this stuff about like how like I, I put notes in here, but I didn't put like who they became, whatever. But um, like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were going to be like characters in this. And it was going to be through like clones or or through just like forcing their spirit into other things and kind of taking over um mm-hmm. and then what it ended up is like a lot more really simple given the convoluted movie we got um mm-hmm. that it was just kind of like palpatine survived and he's just there and ray is just his granddaughter mm-hmm. who as far as we know was just born of natural you know fucking um yeah. 
Classic fucking. Classic fucking. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think it was kind of interesting. They, I felt like there was a lot more opportunity that I thought was going to play a part in this uh, that didn't. But, uh, yeah, I had this really big theory. I got a lot more notes than that even. But uh, it's a really big theory about how it all play out and basically how they um, – Yoda had learned not just to do the the Force ghosts and stuff like they all do, like uh, Qui Gon and uh, uh, Obi Wan and all them can do whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be able to like actually get into people, and that's why these people were so powerful. And I'm kind of glad it didn't go that way uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of fan theories, and that was mine. I. I think it's fair to say you got pretty close. I mean, you okay. were right there. Um, so with my thing with the the Darth Maul showing up, mm-hmm. um, when I said like bringing back all the the boss like characters, yeah. I was thinking like it'd be fucking insane if you tie in like all the trilogies, you know, mm-hmm. where you've got Darth Maul obviously, but also General Grievous oh, shows yeah. up, um, and then obviously you pan over from the shadows. Darth Vader walks out. Oh, you know that'd be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. People would lose their goddamn minds. Yep. Um, people would be like ripping chairs out of theaters and throwing them at each other, and <laughs> just like out of joy, you know. You know, and then once the triples show up, people would just oh like fucking God. go berserk. Um, so who's that Spock? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... So, you know, we briefly got a scene in one of the trailers of Rey talking to the Emperor, and we kind of see just, like, a little bit of the Emperor from, like, the back side, sort of. And he, like, it's, what we see in the movie is him kind of, he's in the, like, chair crane arm thing or whatever that kind Mm -hmm. of, like, lifts him all around. Um, I thought that he was going to be Snoke, and since we know that, um, we know that Darth Maul had been cut in half and came back with, like, the weird like robotic spider legs or whatever. Yeah. I thought that Snoke was going to be the emperor and that he was cut in half, but he didn't actually die and that he was going to show up and like spider legs like that. And that, that was kind of why they had shown that, 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 that Darth Maul had done that is that, that they would be able to do that with Snoke. And it was like, that was going to be the reveal or whatever. Um, yeah. I also thought kind of like you're saying, I guess it's, you know, all of those, like the old Sith, all the Sith that had ever been were in that kind of arena that they were in, um, mm-hmm. that the emperor was talking about. Like they're all kind of, once you kill the other one, they, the, all of their spirits kind of go into the next Sith and everything. Um, and then you hear the voices of the Jedi helping her. I thought they were all going to show up behind her. And then I heard someone say that that'd be like a little too close to end game, basically, um, you know, <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> there, there were a, a couple of points when I was watching this movie, I was like, this is like Avengers Endgame yeah. to me. And I wonder, I mean, this was being, when did Endgame come out? It was like earlier this year, right? This year has been like 10 yeah. years. So it's, maybe it's they were like gearing year, up for yeah. that as they were writing Skywalker, but then mm-hmm. they couldn't because that happened. You know, that kind of shit happens sometimes where they have to like change things up. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know, like I, I was really hoping to kind of see, more force ghosts then but you just hear all their voices um yeah i was hoping to see obi-wan and qui-gon and everybody behind her not fighting like, i didn't want them to like come in like force ghost fight i just wanted them to like show up behind her and then her like mm-hmm. take over um mm-hmm. but it was really cool how it played out too just the voices you know try, try to like making her like they kept telling her to rise and i thought that was pretty badass um mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know like, i liked how it played out but i saw other things happening I heard both Sam Jackson as Mace Windu and James Earl Jones as Darth Vader mm. in that uh, the series of, of uh, voices. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think I heard, um, I guess, Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan. I don't... I think I I, I was looking it up, and I I saw that Ewan McGregor Mm -hmm. was, I guess, young... um, obi-wan as well but i, I don't re- remember what he said yeah. but evidently some of those other voices um a couple of the uh, the female voices were characters from the um the disney show like rebels, rebels or yeah. clone war or whatever or clone wars one of them like was that. uh freddie prince jr is uh was in this movie oh as uh i don't know his character boy. name can't is canon or something like that yeah, is his character's s- name yeah i don't even know how to say it yeah um yeah. It seemed like it was spelled weird, maybe, but yeah, apparently his was one of the voices. I didn't, I didn't hear him, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was cool though. Um, I thought yeah. that was a cool idea. That's again, like I didn't, I didn't expect that, um, but it would be like this big stadium of Sith and then all the stuff, or whatever. But as it played out, I was like, I'm down for all of this. This is really rad. Oh, um, yeah. I liked how the Emperor was like, strike me down, and you know, you'll take over the throne, and I'll, I'll like my spirit will go into your body. I was like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I loved, there's that one scene where, where Kylo, you know, comes to help her and stuff and they both have their light, like their uh, blue or blue and green lightsabers and they like he and Ray like side by side, put them up. And I was like, I think it played out exactly how it had to like towards the end of the movie. But I would have loved mm-hmm. if, if he would have turned back to Ben earlier in the movie and we would have been able to see them both like face down a lot more of this stuff. I just thought that was so cool oh, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his journey again. Like that's why I loved uh, Kylo Ren in this movie and stuff, and, and Adam Driver mm-hmm. in that role. I can't wait to see this all again because it's, oh, it's yeah. fascinating. Now going back yeah. to the Force Awakens and him killing Han Solo and then getting to this point though and mm-hmm. sacrificing himself for her, I just thought it was amazing. Yeah, and I like seeing. You know, we talked about Ray being the destined to become a you know the inheritor of the. Palpatine fortune, um, but going against that, and then yeah. uh, Ben, um, he went the opposite direction. Like he was a Skywalker who went bad, mm-hmm. but we get to see him go back to being good, yeah. essentially. Um, and I like that character, but I I feel like him dying at the end of that whole situation there. Um, was the best outcome because mm-hmm. it's not like he can like go hang out with everyone you know, at the home base or whatever. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. <laughs> uh, I brought flowers. Uh, Sorry about that. Oh, is that a gay couple kissing over there? <laughs> mm, kind of wanted more, but uh, okay. Right. He like looks at Finn and Poe and just like, you guys, no, no, that's cool. No? That's cool. Can we, can we thropple up or <laughs> what's up? What's it going on? Can we garden house? It's like Mel Scissoring. Oh, wow. Yeah. Garden. Yeah. <laughs> um i do you're making me think for some reason i uh i can't remember i i can't believe i haven't mentioned this yet but before this movie amanda my wife was like hey i really need a uh uh like a recap of the of the last movie of the last jedi before we go into this and i found one for her on youtube and she watched it and she was like I don't remember any of this. And as we talked mm-hmm. more and more, um, Amanda has never seen The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah. Nor has Brandy, even though we started <laughs> it a couple of weekends ago. She, she fell, fell asleep, asleep. Yeah. generously 15 minutes in. It was probably before that. Uh-huh. And she was like, so what happens? Like, she was not nice. as, like, intently listening. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was just like, oh, uh, well, 
Uh, well, yeah, you really don't need to know that. Um, you don't care about outer space casinos? No? Okay. Um, what about... <laughs> so I just kind of like walked through like some of the, the big beats mm-hmm. of the thing. And uh, I wasn't worried about spoiling it for her because, first of all, we are we already had tickets to go see this movie. Yeah. Uh, and we had no time to rewatch The <laughs> yeah, Last exactly. Jedi. Um, and also, she just, like, she forgets. Like, I, I wish I had that power, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, to where I could just, like, forget a movie and then experience it all over. Yep. So, you know. And she fell asleep in this movie as well. So really <laughs> in the matter. theater? <laughs> yeah. Well, Amanda pointed out, like, she she does enjoy it when she goes, whatever, but, like, she doesn't care about Star Wars, really. She goes for me. Um, So, yeah, she didn't really care that much. Um, And for the most part, after we saw Rise of Skywalker, I was like, honestly, you didn't miss much. Uh, because he threw everything away from The Last Jedi, so fuck it. Yeah. Like, everything changed yeah. anyway. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm really am curious, kind of like we did our rewatch with the, the Nunchuck Order, and you don't really miss much if you skip episode one. I'm like, what happens if you just watch The Force Awakens straight into Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Um, it might just work fine. I, I, from what I remember, it'll, it'll work. Um, it'll be interesting. So, so like, the, the Force thing with... Um with the uh, the long distance calling that they do and mm, that's true the last jedi that gets established in eight but maybe you can just assume that they can do that yeah um because you know in episode one where they do that like speed running thing that just kind of comes out of the blue mm-hmm. you don't they don't say hey remember when we figured out how we could run fast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that movie where we figured out we could do that no you, they just do it yeah and that's the whole thing with um, I've seen some some criticism online about Ray passing that lightsaber to Kylo Oof. Ren, you know, through teleportation or whatever. Yeah. There's like they came out. They can't do that. It's like I, they appear to just do whatever they need to yeah. for a movie. They can kind of do that. Like I was seriously expecting one of them to just like grow like Ant Man, mm. several stories tall, <laughs> and like not? stomp on the Emperor. Like <laughs> oh yeah, oh he's force growing. I've heard legend of. Yeah. Somebody doing that very thing. That's why when people were so mad about Leia using the Force to come back in the ship in space, like when that first happened in The Last Jedi, it, it was very jarring. And it's mostly because she looks like fucking Mary Poppins, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like her body shape is just very stiff and weird. Um, but I'm like, the fact that she does that and you haven't seen it before means nothing. They do things all the time that no one has done before. Mm-hmm. That's how the Force works. Like, they're, they always are finding new ways to do things, so... Um, that didn't bother me. I, I love their connection. I thought that was so interesting. Whenever she passes in the lightsaber, I thought that was badass. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, let's do like whatever. He's like, let's do this or something like that. I can't remember when he's mm-hmm. about to fight the, the Knights of Ren. Um, and I do think the Knights of Ren were kind of a throwaway thing, um, throughout the movies. I was really hoping yeah. there'd be more, but I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't, there's so much else going on. I don't really need it, but do, do you think after um, Ben, uh, after he dispatched the Knights of Ren, he ran down that hallway and then he came across another set of five people wearing, you know, costumes? It's like, oh, no, who are you guys? They're like, no, we're the Knights of Stimpy. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that happened? That probably happened, right? <laughs> probably. That probably happened. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, man. I just imagine they them all because voice- they're all in helmets. I imagine them taking them off. <laughs> All voiced by Billy West of uh, Ren and Stimpy and Futurama fame. Right. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Sexy. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I got to put that in there. Um, hey, and speaking of uh, spectacle mm. that I mentioned, I don't know, like 20 minutes ago, time is just uh, malleable on this episode. Absolutely. But I knew that once they sent out that distress signal and the, the pilots were up there mm. fighting all those different, uh, are they Star Destroyers or are that yeah, that's what the ships are? I the triangle they, ships? Yep. 
the pizza chips. <laughs> yeah, um, I knew when they started losing, I was like, oh man, we're just, we're almost there. Well, I know a bunch of people are going to show up yeah. and sure enough they did. But Steven, oh my God, I was like, oh, it's going to be just a lot of ships. I'm like, okay. But once they showed Ugh. what a lot of ships look like and that other ships were continuously like, yeah, um, it was gorgeous. Light speeding in or whatever. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I actually said holy shit Ooh, in the theater. Nice. I, I, but I walked up to everyone and tapped on their <laughs> shoulder and made them look at me. I said, holy shit. <laughs> and I, like, I, yeah, pointed I, at it. I mean, by the time I was done, it was like credits were rolling, but I was like, oh, wow. You know, it still made sense to mm-hmm. me. Um, but there were so many ships on screen. I could not believe. I couldn't believe it. It looked beautiful. I was like, holy shit. I, I should have seen this in 3D. I didn't. Yeah. But I bet that's pretty cool looking. But I was I was so impressed with that. I thought they did a great job, and that was a mm. little bit of a uh, on your left moment. It was for me. I was yeah. like, oh, it's like in game. It was like that. What, it, what uh, if, uh-huh. Stephen? What if in the background the Falcon is flying through? But yet you have to like. There's you just have so to many you can't it. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? They share assets, right? Why not? Yeah, little, might as well. Little uh, Mackie out there. It reminded me of uh, Ready Player One as well when he sends out oh, the signal okay. and they all show and there's like so many people that show mm-hmm. up um yeah. and i loved it for this uh exegol uh the the sith planet mm-hmm. or whatever that they're on i thought was mm-hmm. really cool designed first off how they have mm-hmm. to like fly through that shit to get there and everything and then there's so many of those star destroyers um it seems so daunting but then you think like the galaxy has got to be fucking huge there's got to be so many ships that yeah. if they weren't already under the control of the empire and they were able to like or you know or the first order and all that mm-hmm. stuff if they were able to do that and then when they show up you're like holy shit yeah there's a shit ton of people that would come do that and they could kick some ass and i was cool with that stuff so i, I love that I, I thought it was so cool i loved like the ten thousand star destroyers um all with like planet destroying capabilities now <laughs> yes yeah that was um, insane which is insane. i was literally like i do i do not know how they're going to yep. win this one like it had fooled me i knew the good guys would probably win since it's the end of this mm-hmm. saga but i didn't know how yep you know also but, uh, that little yeah. horse things we had talked about i was worried how it would play uh-huh. out i thought they were bringing that in just to kind of give rose something to do um but I, I liked how it played out. Like the the mm-hmm. guy was like um, jammed their speeders, um, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh, they're on these like fucking horse things." And I thought it was like mm-hmm. really cool how it played out. The fact that they were mm-hmm. on top of star destroyers because they were within like the atmosphere of a planet, so they could do that and just yeah. ride around on top of it. I thought that was really rad. Um, I love how Finn I'm, got I'm used gl- in this movie. I'm glad none of the captains of the star destroyers were just like. Uh, just do a barrel roll. Yeah. Just, just flip it over. <laughs> that would so funny. Yeah. Um, it, it take it takes like eighteen weeks to do a barrel yeah, roll. Like, one of those. So they're there. just like, oh, we just we simply do not have the time. I don't know what to tell you. Um, also, I like that uh, all the the ponies that showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, it really proves that friendship really is magic. That one's for all the bronies out there. And my little pony <laughs> reference. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of things I'm reading kind of as we're going through, through the plot on Wikipedia, um, C-3PO mm-hmm. is a, yeah. a big part of this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he gets his memory wiped at first, but then R2-D2 does have a, a little backup for him. That, that was kind of one of my little nits. Like oh, yeah? that would have been a really good send off for C-3PO is like, I'm taking one last look at my friends. It's like, oh my God. It was kind of nice. That is good. And then R2-D2, whom it's previously said that he doesn't keep like great records, you know? Mm-hmm. 
He, he just does this time, though. Well, so <laughs> just... 3PO said that, though. Yeah. So I don't know that we believe C- 3PO about R2-D2, because R2-D2 might... I don't know. Like That might just be like their, their little friendship, you know? And then it yeah. turns out he does. I, I was actually... I, I'm kind of with you. I, was, I didn't mind that he just lost his memory or whatever. Um, I liked that that would be like... Uh, a big moment or whatever that he would yeah. kind of save the day that way. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of liked how it all played out overall, though, you know, even with R2-D2 doing mm-hmm. that, I'm like, that's cool. Um, doesn't yeah. really bother me, but yeah, I can get that yeah. as, a, as, as a nit. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let's see. I don't know. I uh, Oh, one thing I wanted to mention in particular, you had mentioned from the... God, I think it was from the trailer. I thought you had mentioned something last week about Ray having a like a white lightsaber, but she has oh, she has one at the end. I, I had mentioned that on, um, I think it was like the the when we recorded an episode on the Last Jedi. I okay, think well, I thought I, okay. that her her lightsaber was white. Maybe you mentioned it. I thought you mentioned it like recently yeah. again, but one of the things I had learned from Star Wars Theory on YouTube was uh, there's a character, I can't remember her name. Apparently she shows up in this movie, but she's also like someone from like Rebels or whatever. Um, and mm. she has uh, two lightsabers that she stole from a, uh, like a Sith and they had been mm. red. Uh, and part of the, Part of the thing of why they're red, I don't know if you know this uh, lore of Star Wars, is that mm-hmm. kyber crystals um, are what give them their colors and their you know lightsaber power and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, the kyber crystals are kind of built with the Force and all this stuff. And so for the Jedi, they work, and they're all these different colors or whatever. Uh, apparently, like they mean different things. Like blue is like a protector, uh, which is mm-hmm. why like Anakin had it, because he was like protecting Padme and stuff. So that's why he had like a blue yeah. lightsaber. But um, the red is like they have to like bend it to their will, and they call it bleeding the stone. Um, mm, okay. And then this uh, this chick, who I can't remember her name, but uh, a lot of people are big fans of hers. Um, apparently, is it Ahsoka? Yes, thank you. Yeah. She... Mm-hmm. Uh, her lightsabers turn from red to white whenever what? she uses them. Holy shit. Because she, like, they, the basically the kyber crystals, like, fix themselves because she is a, a good force user. She's not a Jedi mm-hmm. yet, but she just uses them for good. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. With Rey, it would make sense. And apparently white in the color lore of Star Wars is the balance of the force. It's not good or bad because hmm. there's no color. Interesting. Okay. So that's yeah. what it's meant to be like Ray's lightsaber is white at the end because mm-hmm. like whenever she's uh, back at Tatooine uh, at Luke's house, which I thought was beautiful ending to the story. Um, mm-hmm. That's why it is because she's like, uh, you know, the balance of the force. So that was kind of beautiful. So um, speaking of Ahsoka real quick, mm-hmm. uh, evidently the, actress who voices her in whatever animated series mm. it is that she's in, which I've heard nothing but good things about. Yep. Uh, I just haven't watched it. Um, evidently, she's one of the whispering voices to Rey to, cool. to rise up, which is awesome because it just kind of pulls all of that stuff back into canon yeah. firmly, you know? Um, secondly, uh, as we're talking about the lightsabers um, there at the very end of the movie and how it ends right there at uh, Luke's Adobe Hut or whatever... <laughs> Um, Luke's Adobe Hut. Come get pizza. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come get a pizza. Also learn how to use Illustrator. I don't know. It's all Adobe. <laughs> oh, man. So um, when she buries the two lightsabers oh, yeah. uh, in the ground and everything, um, 
and she has her own lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, did you say it was white? That's what, yeah, that's what I remember, yeah. Because I saw it as, like, a gold color. Mm, okay. So it was, like, gold, but with a black hilt. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. This, is this it? This is this is the end of the Skywalker song? I don't get to see this You're lightsaber like, used anywhere? I want to see this guy. Yeah, maybe I'm yeah. uh, misremembering it. Uh, this is, again, why I need to see it again. But, uh, yeah. yeah. It might have been, like, I feel like I remember, like, kind of, like, a yellow hue, but it's kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Also, like in the original trilogy, when you watch like the original versions, um, like some of the scenes, it looks like Luke's lightsaber looks like white. But then it's like, oh, it's got like a blue tint around the edge, sort of. Um, Or even like like Obi-Wan, when he's fighting and stuff, it looks like white. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe there's a, maybe I just didn't see the color right, but. Mm -hmm. I sounds sexy. dug the shit out of it. Yeah. I had not seen a a yellow or gold lightsaber before, um, and I was all about it. And then, and then, when the old lady walks up, she's like, the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Who is you? <laughs> and uh, she says that her name is uh, Ray Skywalker. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm all about it. I'm all about it, because she is technically a, uh, I almost said a Padme, a Palpatine, mm-hmm. but... She feels more as if she were raised by the Skywalkers, um, not only um, looked over by Leia, mm-hmm. trained by Luke. Trained by Leia, too, in this one. When she's oh, like really? running through the forest, she's like uh, oh, talking to Leia true. and stuff. Yeah, yeah which was, that was that's pretty right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Hey, even better point, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then they're like force ghosts, like watching her, mm-hmm. which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, um, and then also um, she kind of figured out how to do some other things with uh, with Ben Skywalker mm-hmm. as well. They they kind of figured some of that stuff out together, figured out who she was as a person. So Skywalker all the way, you know. See, and that's one thing uh, going into it. I uh, among many thought that the rise of Skywalker was going to mean that there, Luke was the last Jedi. Like my theory going into it was mm-hmm. the Jedi and the Sith both have to end for yeah. there to be a balance in the force. And I thought she was going to take the name Skywalker as her um, more like title. title. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as it played out, I like how it ends that she yeah. takes that name and for the reasons you just mentioned. So mm-hmm. I like that. But I also was like, uh, I, I thought the other idea was, was pretty cool. And I thought I would, mm-hmm. I would have really liked that um, instead of her just being like another Jedi you know, to, to move forward or whatever. Um, if it was like a whole new thing, I think that might've been a better ending for me. But, uh, mm-hmm. but in the end I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. She's Ray Skywalker. But the main takeaway is the thing that you built up in your head and didn't happen in, in real life did not happen. And therefore yep. you hate, um, anything that count, uh, contradicts that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. So fuck this movie. My head cannon is real cannon. Yeah. And fuck all <laughs> if you don't accept it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I did see something about, uh, I looked up online and it does say that she has a, a golden yellow hue signifying a new yes. beginning ahead for the Jedi. At the Hell end yeah. Movie. So, Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought there was, uh, there's something about the, the white, uh, at least with, uh, Ahsoka. So you said her name was, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I thought it was that at the end, but, uh, that's cool too. Yellow. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Look, I've, of the, the online criticism I've seen 
up to date. Uh, I've heard criticisms about poor writing, poor dialogue, poor editing. Hmm. Um, I didn't have that experience no. with any of it. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it, it just didn't happen to me. Yep. I will say, not only did I love this movie, but I'm going to go so far as to say, this is my trilogy. Okay, of Star Wars. This is for me. Yeah. Therefore, my prequels are the original trilogy. Oh, that is fucking sexy to hear. Right? Mm-hmm. I, so, I'm down with this. I, you know, it, it seems like of this newest trilogy, people like at least one of them, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe the other two aren't for you. Maybe just one of them isn't for you. I don't know. Maybe you liked all of them. Maybe you hated all of them. Yeah. But uh, this, is, uh, this is my Star Wars. So if you don't like it, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, most old school Star Wars fans seem to still value the original trilogy. Okay, that's yours. But this one's mine. Yeah. Uh, And people can't take that away from me. I like I like where these these three movies, I like how they sit together. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, there are parts in uh, the middle movie that aren't great, but I'm uh, I'm I'm to the point in my uh, my Star Wars fandom to where I can easily overlook that. Yeah. It doesn't uh, bog it down for me. So, oh man, it would have been nice if uh, Captain Phasma would have shown up again. I just thought about that. It's kind of popped out of popped in my brain. What happened the, uh, to the her? Silver, Does he actually kill uh, her at the end of Last Jedi? Yeah, he... she like falls down a thing and dies yeah. or whatever. She's mm. yeah, she was a character that wasn't really used that well. But that's the yeah. thing too. Like people were like. She wasn't used that well in Force Awakens after she'd been like hyped so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, kind of like Boba Fett, is that what? Yeah, is that what you're talking about? Right? See, okay. <laughs> that's why I love you, Brent. You you approach this in a way that's not uh, mired in decades of fandom, right? Like you you yeah. you're not blind to this stuff. Like people have talked. It's not just me. People have talked about this, but like if if Twitter existed when the original trilogy came out, holy shit, like. They people, lost their goddamn minds. Yeah, like people people talk about whenever the Empire Strikes Back came out, it had like adjusted. It was just as jarring to the public as the Last Jedi mm-hmm. was, and now yeah. it's like the most beloved of the whole series. You know, people are like, "That's the yeah. best one," and so people are like, "Yeah," and like in a few decades, people will come to see. This is before Rise of Skywalker came out, but they're like, people will come to see the Last Jedi the same way, and that might hold true. But um, the the fact that people are so mad about this being the ending of the whole thing or the ending of this yeah. trilogy, when what if you really objectively watch uh, the end of the original trilogy, like after all of the stuff of Palpatine <laughs> being the most evil and like bending Darth Vader to his will, and the way he goes out is that he gets picked up and thrown. <laughs> Like, people would have lost their goddamn minds on Twitter if that had happened, you know? Like, yeah, this stuff is so much more elevated than that. But we all accepted it, and we're like, that's fine. Like, we're all, like, totally cool with that happening. But for some reason, him surviving that and coming back is, like, a a huge sacrilege or whatever. It's very strange. So you just come at this Mm -hmm. at a a very good angle that helps me remember the the parallels and the the beauty of this series, that it can be silly sometimes, and you just kind of go with it. Also, like there are major characters that are like in in the Star Wars canon that people think of fondly, like your Boba Fett's and your Jabba the Hutt's and um, others. 
yeah. uh, that aren't coming to mind right now. I wish I had a third one. Desperately wish I had a third one <laughs> I right now. I don't. I don't have one. Um, uh, that, that singer chip with the lips. The what? The singer chip, chick with the lips. Oh, yeah, her. <laughs> of course. Um, Barbara, I believe her name is. Oh. I don't know. Uh, these are characters that are introduced in a movie and die uh, relatively quickly or don't have much screen time before they die. Mm-hmm. And they are just legendary figures and two Star Wars fans. Um, does Boba Fett show up in Empire? Yeah. Does he do anything? Not really. I, like he's kind of kind of there a little bit. Yep. Standing around, whatnot. Um, but the, the way the, the fandom refers to Boba Fett, and it could be because of Expanded Universe or... Yeah. Video games, whatever. Um, they before, like I really got into the Star Wars movies. I was like, oh, he must be the main character in every Star right. Wars movie because he's fucking everywhere and people love him. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, he's the guy that's kind of in the background, but off to the side, kind of um, in Empire, and then dies uh, from a, uh, a a ground uh, a grub worm, um, chews him up, and that's it. Yep. Uh, does he escape? I don't know. We, we don't fucking know in this current canon. Uh, no way to tell you. Um, and then uh, Jabba the Hutt gets uh, choked the fuck out. So, yep. But these are major characters. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and that carries through on these, these newer movies as well. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. The, Star Wars doesn't know what it's doing. I don't know what to tell you. Yep. <laughs> like, it's just, it never has. They're really playing it by ears, guys. <laughs> yeah. They really are. Like, there's no... No major plan. I feel like they should have had a plan for this newest trilogy, mm-hmm. but I feel like Kathleen Kennedy and the fine folks over at Lucasfilm were like, let's start this off with JJ and give it to directors we respect and mm-hmm. see if they can maybe piece together a trilogy. Maybe not the way to do it going forward. Yep. I don't know. Maybe Ryan Johnson has a, a better plan. Maybe it's more consistent when you have uh, Ryan Johnson do his own trilogy versus just a movie in the middle of two other movies. Yeah. And that's what's, I, it's funny because people that love that movie so much were like, they should have just, I heard this online too. They should have just given Ryan this entire trilogy mm-hmm. and it would have been better. And to me, I'm like, they should have just given JJ this entire trilogy. But, um, <laughs> even though I'm not a fan of the last Jedi, I'm still excited about Ryan's trilogy. If it still happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. because I think that he would be really good. I, I, I don't like his version of the middle story in this trilogy and what he does to what JJ set up. But I still think there were some beautiful moments in that. And I still love mm-hmm. him as a director. Um, oh yeah. I, I, I don't even have, have we talked about, I saw knives out. Yeah. We mentioned it mentioned briefly. It? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I still cannot stop thinking about that movie. I loved it so goddamn much. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to see it again. Um, yeah. I love looper so fucking much. Like I think he's a great director and I'm, I'm very excited still to see what he could do with his own set of movies. Mm-hmm. I just don't like what he did in this set of movies. And, uh, and that's okay too. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think you're right. Like they should have had a more of a plan. They seem to be sort of scrambling a little bit. Like once the fan backlash from that movie happened, they were like, let's get JJ in here to like correct it. And now there's even more fan backlash and like, they tried solo and they tried rogue one and that kind of didn't work. And like finally the Mandalorian is doing really well and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have high hopes for the Obi-Wan show Mm -hmm. and everything, but, uh, 
I think they're reevaluating. Like, I think they're realizing, like, yeah, we probably did this a little bit mm-hmm. wrong. So yeah. hopefully in the future they'll, they'll kind of correct that. But overall, I think uh, we got a decent trilogy out of this. Well, um, so on the last episode when uh, Austin was on, uh, he said that he wanted a heads up as to when the episodes of The Mandalorian drop. Um, and I said the new episodes <laughs> drop know. every Friday. And we had a... Uh, A two against one, uh, let's say white against brown argument about it. And uh, I I was correct that new episodes come out on Friday. You know, obviously the first episode was on launch day on a Tuesday. I can't help it. I don't know what to tell you. But new episodes come out on Fridays. Except except for for last week when it came out on a Wednesday. I I don't know what happened. I don't know. It was like. I don't understand. (laughs) John Favreau must listen to this podcast. And he was like, fuck Brent. Hey, Favs, what's up? <laughs> well, he and Kevin Smith both big listeners. Of course. You know. Huge listeners. Um, so uh, I don't know when uh, the next episode drops, but it's supposed to be the last episode of the season. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched episode seven yet because my thinking is, you know what? I watched a Star Wars movie last, the, the end of last week. Hmm. If I save up two episodes, I can do it again, more or less. You know, yeah, time. I like that. Idea. Time's going to be a little bit different, but that's that's my plan. Um, I guess it's a, maybe like a two-parter episode anyway. So you know what? I'll just funnel them both together. It'll be good. It'll be a good time. I uh, I've seen parts of it. Uh, oh. I just got back from the reason we're recording this on Monday is because I was out of town in Atlanta visiting mm-hmm. my brother-in-law and his family. Um, mm-hmm. Amanda's brother and family, um, and uh, her brother Matt watches The Mandalorian, and oh. he was like, "Hey, you watch this, right?" And he, uh, I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Have you seen episode six already?" And I was like, "Yeah, I already watched it," and he immediately put on episode seven, and I was like, "Oh, uh, okay, cool. Like we're doing this right now because they have three kids under like seven oh. or eight who were just." Yeah. We were, we were nerf battling almost the entire weekend. They were they're very loud and, uh, and you know, they're kids or whatever. So mm-hmm. it was uh, basically trying to watch that show amongst a bunch of hooligans. And mm-hmm. I got pieces of it, but I'm like, I'm just going to watch this. I'm going to sit down and watch this mm-hmm. later on. So part of it mm-hmm. kind of ruined a little bit for me because I, I know what kind of happens, but I mm-hmm. also don't – I wasn't paying enough attention to know everything. So I need to mm-hmm. see it too. And I, I like your idea though. I think that uh, – from what I do remember of it, does kind of in like a cliffhanger, I guess. Um, so it'd be good to watch those together. I think that's a good idea. So you said you were battling these kids. You were like playing Nerf or whatever. Yep. Did were there points where, like with the guns, yeah, like shooting the little like arrows and stuff. Yeah, they have so some sweet ass guns, by the way. So there was a point where you had to gather up the darts and everything. Uh huh. So is it fair to say that you, Stephen, were a nerf herder? <laughs> oh no, Brent's on his chair. Oh boy, that was worth it. That was worth it. Uh, One of my got very there. favorite things on this podcast is watching you work your way into a bit. And I'm like, where's this going? And I never see it coming. That was amazing. That's right. I'm like that second Velociraptor, baby. You never see me coming. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh. 
it's getting pretty late and um it is honestly there's so much more i want to talk about this mm-hmm. i don't know what to do uh i want to rewatch it i i had way mm-hmm. more points that i would love to bring up i wish we could talk more even but uh i think we've said a lot of good things on here um yeah i feel like i made the the points that i wanted to make mm-hmm. uh, at least for right now um and uh you know what we reserve the right to go back and be able to um talk about this movie again okay mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say it yep. so yeah we we may talk about this movie again in the future may somehow do a more in-depth uh discussion of this um but uh yeah for right now i'm uh i feel tapped out yeah uh and i'm tired yeah and <laughs> i'm just so worn out from picking up this office chair and raising it in the sky <laughs> as if i were rafiki raising simba uh i'm not a strong man and i'm very tired now and i'm going to black out in the next eight minutes would you say you're a little uh milk toast uh a little bit a yeah. little bit mm-hmm. yeah testicular rex is uh, milk toast as fuck one of the things i had planned and i think I, I guess we both had planned as we were uh, gearing up to take on this series as a podcast series was in the very beginning, we did our Star Wars rankings before we watched, mm-hmm. rewatched all the films. Yeah. And I would love to do that again, but I don't really know where I could even put Rise of Skywalker until I see it uh, at least one more time, but probably a few yeah. more times. Yeah. Um, I know you said so, this is like your trilogy, but uh, mm-hmm. do you want to maybe hit that? That's maybe something we can revisit another time. Yeah, I, I was thinking maybe we do that later on because mm-hmm. I still want to rewatch. Oh yeah, saying saying want to rewatch uh, with episode one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. is tough, but um, I feel like it's our duty to please that booty and that booty being this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I think we're we're gonna have to revisit Phantom Menace. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. We've done an episode on Solo. I, I'll rewatch that one though, mm-hmm. and then I uh, I definitely want to do an episode on Rogue One because yep, yep. Um, I've kind of been getting the itch to go back and, and rewatch some of that stuff. Um, Especially since Austin loved it so yeah, much. Yeah, right? was talking about. It, I was like, you know what? I really need to yeah. take that into account. Yeah. Although for sure. I'm also very glad that Austin was on that episode and not like the last week's episode and not this episode because mm-hmm. from what I've read on his Twitter. He and I disagree on this movie a I lot. I think he doesn't like it. <laughs> I yeah. think he doesn't yeah. like it. Um, have you listened to their Hideous Energy? No, episode? I specifically did not because okay, I didn't yeah. want to. I knew it would eat away at me mm-hmm. if I did so. But listener, if you want a polar opposite reaction yep. to this very podcast, go listen to the newest Hideous Energy episode. And uh, maybe you do like this movie. Um, I would still say go go check out their episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to raise some good points. They'll probably say the word balls a couple of times. Nice. Um, so, yeah, just a, a very enjoyable podcast mm-hmm. either way. They may raise some good points, but uh, guess what? I'm not changing my opinion. I'm stuck here. <laughs> this is where I live and die. I will say that I, one of the reasons I'm curious to rewatch this is because when I did see the prequels when they first came out, mm-hmm. There were so many cool things. Uh, each movie had amazing things that I was like, oh, man, that pod racing was really cool. That that Darth Maul fight was fucking rad. Um, and I love that movie. And then years later, I was like, yeah, I mean, that was still kind of cool. And then it was like <laughs> Yoda fighting was like fucking badass. And then later on, it's like, yeah, but Yoda shouldn't be doing that. That seems kind of weird. Yeah. 
And I was like, is this going to be the same kind of thing? Like, I, I had so much fun, and I thought there was a lot of cool stuff on this, and I'm going to revisit mm-hmm. it and be like, nah, it's not really that great. But mm-hmm. I can't imagine it that way right now. I really think I yeah. liked it a fuck ton. You know, even if it is, I like it for now. And that's, that's nice enough, enough for me, to, Fair to enough, be honest. Man. Like, Fair enough. I, I don't go to the movies all that often. Mm-hmm. Um, I know our, uh, our friends over at uh, Erie International and Terror Table they go all the time. They watch uh, mm-hmm. fun movies. Um, and it seems like they enjoy it for the most part. Yeah. But uh, I don't I do not do that all that often. So when I do go to the movies, like I'm not rooting for any movie to be bad. I don't want that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I'm glad I had a good time yeah. in the movies. And I will, uh, I'll carry that memory with me until I die in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> carry on the podcast wow. without me. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I lifted up that office chair. I could feel it. Brent, I... I can't carry on the that, podcast without you. Do you think I have an extra seven fifty? <laughs> I can't cover the other half. What did the podcast end? Seven dollars fifty cents. <laughs> you better um, roll me some money, son. <laughs> <laughs> Need to keep this alive for sure. Hell yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know. Everybody has different opinions about it. I think we're all uh, fucking sick of each other, uh, each other's opinions about it. Um, Mm. Although I'm sure I'm going to find my way back online and uh, try to dissect this even more. But uh, I'd Mm. rather just really go see it again. Um, I uh, I will say that uh, some of my my favorite writers on Slash Film really, really detested this. And uh, it was really hard to read their their thoughts about it online. Um, mm-hmm. Jacob Hall was the main one. He's my, my favorite writer on that. And, uh, he was really quite vicious about this. I felt, mm-hmm. um, really kind of dickish, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. and then Peter Scaretta, who I think started slash film. He's like the main, main guy that whatever he was like, I really liked it. And I saw earlier today, oh, he posted a, cool. a photo of the poster and he was like number five. He's going the fifth time. Damn. So I was like, you know what? I like I like that because uh, it kind of helped balance the slash film. Um, mm, everybody okay. has their different opinions, but uh, I was like, he's you know he, he has a lot of uh, sway and my my sphere or whatever uh, of influence and stuff that I I really uh, value their opinions and to hear that he's just like yeah I'm gonna fucking go back and love it fuck it mm-hmm. you know I'm like yeah that's yeah. how I should approach it too so um, I do mm-hmm. look forward to seeing this again and uh, see what I feel about it then. But uh, otherwise, you know, everybody can feel the way they feel. But I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for people that love The Last Jedi and that got this. But yeah. for me, I kept saying The Last Jedi, like whether I like it or not, hinges on what J.J. does with Ryan's story in The Rise of Skywalker. And the fact that he threw it all away and just went back to what he was going to do in Force Awakens, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. So sorry, but I got the like you said, it's your trilogy. Like I got the trilogy yeah. I wanted, and I'm fucking stoked to see this again. So yeah. Well, like you were saying, Austin Wilson um, was was very adamant that uh, he did not like this movie. But Austin, there were Ewoks in it at the end. Okay, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, Ewoks, Porgs were there too. You know. Oh yeah. As it was a little. Uh, Star Wars Universal Tour we went on Ooh, with this movie. Yeah. I dug it. I dug it. Palpatine was there. Porgs were there. <laughs> Everybody was all the a P, good time. All the P-named <laughs> <laughs> beings were there. For some reason, I just thought, like, because they show, like, all those different scenes, like, uh, they're trying to, like, kind of like how it ends in uh, 
especially like the special edition of Return of the Jedi, where it shows all the different like Naboo and whatever. And I liked how JJ kind of did that as like mirroring, you know, uh, echoing what had happened in the the other trilogies and stuff. But uh, you just made me think like, what if this movie ended and they just showed a whole bunch of bloopers? And it's like, it's like uh, the fucking emperor and he's like hanging that thing. He like falls off or like he like yeah. trips or whatever, you know, yeah. I would just like to see mm-hmm. him laugh mm-hmm. <laughs> like in that makeup yeah. or whatever. <laughs> just throw the whole thing out of whack. Just be like, mm-hmm. hey, don't take this too seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So well, uh, yeah. what's his name? Ian McDermott is up there on the little like, like hooky thing. Just like the. What do you yeah. call it? Hooky the, thing I like, yeah. The truss or whatever, yeah. like scooped up under his armpits, you know? And uh, they're like, and action. It just zooms on on his face with those weird, like, strobes on there. And he's like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> if they did it like an old movie where they, like, sing a song throughout the credits together, like, they just, like, <laughs> yeah. show different people. <laughs> It's like, huh, that's weird. The uh, the cast of this movie singing directly into camera. That's that's weird. Interesting. Are they are they singing now with crew members? Like this is on a whole different level. <laughs> is that the gaffer? You did maybe think too with uh, talking musically or whatever. One thing I, mm-hmm. I, I can't I'd be remiss to uh, to not mention was uh, mm-hmm. I fucking loved John Williams' score in this movie. Oh, so good. There was some new stuff in here that, man, mm-hmm. was oof, great. Uh, there was a, a scene when um, Ray was walking through that Death Star, that down Death Star, mm-hmm. and she was, like, walking through the halls there, and it played, like, a really, like, faint, um, sparse version of uh, Darth Vader's theme, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Imperial March or whatever. Yep. And I was just like, oh, man. I was getting goosebumps. Yeah. You know? I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Duck bumps. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, I what I say. It was just fucking great. Um, mm-hmm. It really like for some reason on this. I, I'm really curious to to go listen to it. I don't I don't listen to the Star Wars scores. Um, they're mm-hmm. too iconic for me to like. I, I like listening to scores when I mm-hmm. you know I'm reading or writing or mm-hmm. just in the background or whatever. But uh, Star Wars is a little too bombastic and too too iconic. But um, I'm really excited to listen to this one because I was like, there's some new stuff in here that I fucking really dug. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. from what I remember of of listening to it during this movie, it was one of my very favorite Star Wars scores by far. Um, I just thought he knocked it out of the park. So oh yeah um, yeah yeah. I'm glad we uh, got back to that because I really meant to mention that earlier. I uh, I just fucking loved it. Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. All right. Anything else for you, Brent? Uh, I think I'm tapped out. Whew. Tapped out at this point. I'm blinking a lot because my contacts are fogging <laughs> up on me just from my hot breath bouncing off this microphone. Fucking sexy. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can contact us. Um, tell us your thoughts on this or don't. Um, mm-hmm. By email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at StephenFisher22. Follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And follow Reginald Vell Johnson on Twitter at Rvel Johnson. That's right. Even though he's not going to get that blue check mark, yeah. go follow him. You know, this might be the last time that we, we plug him. Yeah, um, that's fine. I feel like End we've year. exhausted exhausted what we can do yeah we tried which our is best. nothing yeah um <laughs> i we think did we like did a lot minimal effort mm-hmm. but, but that is technically and literally the best we can do yeah yeah just try kind of just try kind of that's yeah. our motto <laughs> that's right <laughs> well uh 
I look forward to uh, revisiting some other aspects of the, you know, the Mandalorian, other other aspects of this galaxy, the Mandalorian, the episode mm-hmm. one, revisiting this, maybe talking about it a little bit more, and uh, definitely mm-hmm. our Star Wars rankings. So we'll see how that plays out. We don't really have plans after this for uh, our next episodes. We'll, I guess, we'll have one more for the before the end of the year, right? Which would be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We usually try to do something kind of a what we're looking forward to in the next year. I haven't really even thought about it. I'm so exhausted Mm-mm. from this fucking year. I just want it to be over with. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. uh, set this bitch on fire. This whole fucking decade yes. can just go bye-bye. Um, so yeah. we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm a little Star Wars out right now. But uh, mm-hmm. even then, I want to jump back into those comic books all over again. Mm-hmm. And, oh, uh, I'm, I'm itching to watch The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, so, totally. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah. look forward to uh, whatever we have coming out. We'll, we'll try to keep you guys... Uh, mm-hmm. I just froze. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, the screen froze. Abreast of the situation? Is that right? I, I started to say that, and I was like, I'm so tired now. I, I don't know if that's how you say that. But we'll try to keep everybody uh, aware uh, uh, yeah. of what we're going to do. And uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. And Merry Christmas. Blah humbug. <laughs> All right. I'm um, not gonna cut Steven. anything so far, so yeah, we need some. Yeah, we need something. Um, hmm. 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 Again, Ian McDermott <laughs> on the the little like <laughs> armpit hangy thing. Camera zooms in. Weird strobes on his face. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. <laughs> Go, Palpy. It's your birthday. <laughs> Go, Palpy. <laughs> you know, I uh, had a, a long day at work. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, kind of working with um, and talking to as many ducks as I do in a given day mm. during the work week. You know, I do a, uh, I think most people that work in customer service have a customer service voice uh, they use, which is different from your regular voice. Yep. Um, and uh, I was doing that voice most of today, almost constantly. That's too much. And uh, my voice is just wore out. Um, so doing Emperor Palpatine on top of that, not helping. As a matter of fact, I can feel my throat bleeding. <laughs> um, I think a portion of it is, <laughs> yeah, on fire, on fire currently. Mm-hmm. But. Um, that said, uh, I feel like, uh, I've got one more. Oh. Emperor Palpatine on a forklift. Uh, only one strobe working so far. Um, the other two broke. It's, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. They're, they're close to budget on this film, mm-hmm. but they have to do one, one last pickup. Camera zooms in to Emperor Palpatine's face. <laughs> what was that? What's that noise? Is it, is it you? Gurgle. <laughs> what the fuck? This mic's too good. Yeah, it's gonna pick up everything. Yep. Um, I'll be honest with you. I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh man, that's just classic. At the end of that, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. (sighs) Well, as usual, I have nothing. So Mm -hmm. 
Um, I know we don't have a lot to throw at the end of here. Uh, okay, well, here we go. Zoom in on Palpatine. Because... You know, I'm all about that base. That base, that base. No troubles. <laughs> like, it doesn't even sound like Palpatine. Like, that doesn't... <laughs> voice is not, it's not Palpatine, but, you know... It's kind of Vincent, Vincent Price. It, it's like Bill Hader's Vincent. I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what it, what it is. <laughs> but look, that's my Palpatine. You can't take that away from yeah, me. That's right. I feel like a, a dumb baby bitch. Um, no gender specifics uh, on that, uh, the word bitch. Um, but I'm calling myself that, so I guess I didn't need to explain that. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to get canceled one way or the other. So anyway, um, by saying this is my Star Wars, but uh, it is. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. You know what? Um, you leave Ray and Finn and Poe and um, Kylo. You leave them alone. Leave Britney alone. Leave my Star Wars trilogy alone. Thank you. What if there was a scene where Kylo, with his long flowing hair, he like freaks out and he just like, they just walk off, he just walks off camera and they cut to him and he's just shaving his head like, like fucking Britney in 2007. He just like mm-hmm. lost it all of a sudden. Sure. And then <laughs> Pepsi commercial. Oh, okay. In the middle of the movie. Uh-huh. That's what I got. <laughs> okay. <that's it. laughs> Brad, it's 11 o'clock. I'm so that, tired. The shoulder shrug and the eyebrow tilt was just like, yeah, what, what if that happened? Okay. Was it fucking stupid? Yeah. Going, it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought I thought you were laying tracks to go somewhere. I, I could have You were laying tracks and then it was just, um, you just stopped laying tracks. I don't know how to go anywhere with those tracks. Um, I was like, yeah, maybe there's something there, you know. You know what? You mentioned Brittany. I mentioned Brittany. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter where you go on the tracks. It matters that you put on your rollerblades and then skated down them. Damn straight. Yeah. Across gravel. And we all did that <laughs> together. And with that, I think we are done. All right. So let's get the sync word out of the fucking way because we got some shit to get into yeah. right away, evidently. <laughs> uh, so the sync word will be Frick. Okay. From got Babu it. Frick. Babu Frick. Yep. On three. One, two, three. Frick. frick.